As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hey man, he was in my face. I'm in your face. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. I don't have friends. I got family. Vroom, vroom, and welcome to Fast Friends, presented by the NBA. That's game. We're continuing our off-season podcast series of watching and breaking down every film from the Fast and Furious franchise. And guys, we're getting closer and closer to the end, because today we're tackling the eighth movie from the series, The Fate of the Furious, alternatively known as F8. Or Fast and Furious 8. I'm still J.E. Skeets here with our FF expert, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo! Hey, yo! And of course, the third man, we got our super producer, JD. Hello. There he is. And here we are. If you are a true fast friend and you're enjoying this very weird series, why not leave us a five star rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and/or subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube if you haven't done that already? That really helps us out. Keep tweeting in your, your fast friends' thoughts to No Dunks Inc. on Twitter. That's at No Dunks Inc. And if you want to send in your questions, email them in nodunks at theathletic.com and just put fast friends there in the subject header. Okay, yeah. The Fate of the Furious, F8, came out in April 2017. Budget $250 to $270 million. That's a lot of money to make a movie. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Did okay in the box office. Not as great as the last one, but still $1.2 billion worldwide back-to-back billions for these movies in this franchise it's unbelievable the skinny when a mysterious woman seduces dominic toretto into the world of terrorism and a betrayal of those closest to him the crew faces trial that will test them like never before stars vin the rock jason statham a regular cast of characters and a new, new addition. It is Charlize Theron as the uh, villain in this one, okay? Directed this time by F. Gary Gray. What a name on, <laughs> on Gary there. F. Gary Gray. <laughs> so we always start Fast Friends by asking our expert what he remembers about the first time he saw the movie. And in this case, The Fate of the Furious. Trey, what do you remember? 
Well, it went down in the United States of America in Furious 7. They stayed in the States for Furious 8, and so did I. Saw that one here in Atlanta again at Atlantic Station. Opening weekend, you know this. Did add a new cast member, though, Skeets. The Internet's Robbie Calland is who I saw this one with. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's a big-time Fast and Furious head. I'm a big Fast head. If I'm recalling correctly, I saw him tweeting something about this. During the week it was released, mm-hmm. uh, sent out the fast signal. We hooked up, got some tickets uh, for Atlantic Station. And if I'm not mistaken, this was his second time of the weekend seeing uh, Furious 8. You know, see it once, got to go back in. What? No, you don't. Yeah, there's so, there's so much like uh, lost context. If you're just, just uh, you know, you're just seeing the explosions out there. You really lose. Uh, the nuances of it, I think, Skeets. Um, Yeah, but yeah, Robbie saw it twice. I saw it once that opening weekend. But this was actually not the first time I saw this movie because it was filming in Cleveland during the 2016 finals. We were filming in Cleveland during the 2016 Mm. finals. So after seeing a bunch of reports of, you know, the production going on somewhere in the city, I had to go down and take a look. They don't want this being filmed. but there's a massive pileup of New York City cars here at the Fast 8 set. <laughs> That's right. A massive pileup. Uh, you're real Mo Verde on the scene. Right? <laughs> I have my spies, Mo spies yeah. out. Madame spies out. But, uh, I mean, being this close to this production, I couldn't. Uh, I had to pee a Dom Toretto and live outside the law. I had to go up and get close to it. I think what they said is that they used, like, these pileup scenes as kind of um you know, like the overhead shots for when everything's falling out of the building, that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. They were doing like uh, crazy nighttime stunts, I remember at the time, too. You'd follow on Twitter, they'd just be like, you know, it's a, like a Capitol building or something and just gigantic explosions. So a lot was going on in Cleveland, 2016 June. We had the Cavs in the finals. <laughs> I think uh, the Cleveland Indians were also a pretty solid baseball team at the time. And then we had Fast 8 filming there so yeah once i actually got to see a little production and then see those scenes in the movie great stuff wow that is that's incredible uh jd i'm not going to ask you if you saw this in theaters i know you (laughs) didn't but was this the first time uh for you watching this one of the series or were you a real robbie callan about it Uh, it definitely not a robbie callan about it i don't think i've seen it i it was not familiar to me Mm. um so no but i do remember trey and his uh, reporting back with the pileups of cars, and I was I was looking for those cars, uh, and uh, I think I spotted them. You got them? I think yeah. I spotted them. <laughs> yeah, I think you did too. Okay, well, let's get into the movie then, and uh, we'll figure out whether we like this one. We'll also have our fast part, things we did enjoy, be it scenes, cars, quotes from the movie, the furious part, things that upset us things we hated and then we'll rank it and we'll see where it falls and especially your guys leaderboard comparing it to the other seven in this series but right into it here following the defeat of Deckard Shaw and Mose Jaconde uh, Dom Toretto and Letty they're on their honeymoon in Havana we're in Cuba to start this movie when Dom's cousin Fernando <laughs> he gets in trouble owing money to a local racer named Raldo Where's Raldo? He's in Cuba. <laughs> um, sensing Raldo is a loan shark, Dom challenges Raldo, you guessed it, to a race. 
pitting Fernando's piece of shit car <laughs> against Raldo's 56 Ford Fairlane Crown Victoria. And then Dom wagers his own 61 uh, Chevy Impala. The, the fastest car on the island. <laughs> That made me laugh every time I think Fernando always... He, he made He's got it, the he, scouting report. Yeah, he, he wanted everybody to know that Dom's is the fastest car on the island and that his is the slowest car on the island. I don't know why that made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> so they race, and then after narrowly winning that race, Dom allows Raldo to keep his car, his own car, saying his respect is enough. All right, y- you keep it. He also, while he's leaving, just uh, gives the keys to his cousin... Fernando, his own car, the fastest car on the island, uh, because, I don't know, he's just got a lot of them, I guess, at this point. I mean, they're never short on cars, so, you know, I'm sure insurance is driving them crazy, so here, you take it. Uh, I'll I'll get you the title later on. So that's where we open in Cuba. JD, we'll go to you first. Uh, What did you think of the start of this movie? I loved it. Um, You know, back to basics. Uh, We're we're in the middle of a street race. I mean, I have questions, obviously, but uh, should I even bother asking them? I mean, <laughs> oh, come on! Uh, you know, Humor me. well, I was confused. I was confused at the the change, right? Dom arrives on the scene. The cousin and uh, what's his name, Raldo, where they're arguing. Yep. It's like he's 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 getting ready to tow the car away, which again is a hunk of garbage. Why you want this car, who knows? Uh, but anyways, he wants the car. Uh, Dom shows up. He's like, um, what are you doing to my cousin's car? Uh, guy owes me money. We made a deal, right? Dom's yeah. backs him up right away. Like, hey, you made a deal. You got to pay. You got to pay the piper. And then uh, Raldo says, oh, you're going to pay. It's like, okay, yeah, he's paying. He's <laughs> yeah, taking yeah, he's his car. He said that, yep. But that was the that that was enough for for Dom to be like, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll race you for this car. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't understand what the other than what you just said, Skeets. Uh, I guess he sensed that he was a loan shark and he was gonna milk him for more than just the car, maybe. But maybe I don't know. <laughs> Again, who cares? We got we got a we got a great race, and then of course there's this you know toe to toe standoff and. And it's and it's like, hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who's driving the car, or it ma- only matters who's driving the car, not what's under the hood. Okay, you drive that car, then he's like, no problem. Immediately put something under the hood, right? Like <laughs> it doesn't even. It takes two seconds, and he's already stripping it down and putting this. Uh, what I understand is is a, a dental um, a nos, right? It's uh, it's laughing gas. Is what, he's, what he's putting. Uh, that's what he did. Is that what it was? I think that's, that's what it was. I think oh that's God. what it was. Uh, after a little research, uh, but you know, okay. So you're being a little disingenuous. It's like, yeah, okay, I'll beat you as long as I soup up this car. So it, so it does matter what's under the <laughs> it hood. It does matter. Is what you're yes. Saying. Uh, but you know, it was a nice twist. And again, how fast can you drive? Reverse. I mean, who knows? Oh God! Uh, who cares? Uh, <laughs> you know, you're driving a bomb. He's impervious <laughs> to flames, anyways. Uh, but, yeah. But I, I honestly, I I thought I thought it was great. It was fun. Great to be in Havana. I, I assume this is when uh, Obama had lifted the sanctions and you were and opened the doors a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. to, I think they said this was there. the first major mo- motion picture filmed in Cuba since the 1950s or something wow. like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, there okay. you go. Have either um, of you guys ever been to Cuba? I, I have. 
You yeah. have, yeah, yeah. So JD, yeah. Um, you know, the car culture is a real thing there. Hundred percent. It is pretty wild, and I like how they did sort of like, uh, you know, they they weave that into the the love affair there with Cuba. I thought that was neat. Absolutely. Uh, Havana is awesome. It like. Well, parts of it are awesome and parts of it are mm-hmm. when I was I was there in the late 90s. So there was definitely a, a section of town where they wanted the tourists to be. Right. And then the rest of it was, uh, uh, you know, had its problem. It's a communist country and isolated from literally the whole rest of the world that hence the cars that haven't been updated since the 1950s. But uh you know, as an outsider, just a stupid tourist walking around, that was definitely part of its charm is just uh, mm-hmm. these old cars and these people just making a go of it. The Cuban people were lovely. Um, and uh, yeah, it was great to see in uh, in a major motion picture and a pretty spectacular uh, action scene, you know? So yeah. it was great. We, we even, I think one of them, I don't know if, if it's Dom or I guess it's Dom says what he loves about Cuba. It's the culture, people, and beauty, he says. That's and, right. Uh, he's right. If you've ever been. Check, check, check. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the start of this, uh, TK? Oh, I love it. Uh, starting with the street race is great. I think they said, basically, this is a tribute to Brian no longer being in the series. All of his major movies started with a street race. Usually, Brian is one of the guys. Yeah. Uh, so to go into it here, I think, was pretty cool. I think it's very funny that Dom's prowess in the quarter mile has followed him around the globe. You know, we're, I don't yeah. know, 16 years into the franchise, and everybody's still bringing up the quarter mile. And the, like, Dom hasn't raced a quarter mile in forever. Like, yeah. he went to Tokyo and just wasted the Drift King drifting in American <laughs> muscle. And they're like, yeah, but can you do a quarter mile? He's like, yeah, I started with the quarter mile, okay? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we also get a little call back to Brian as well. They call him a buster a few times. Glad to see that's still mm-hmm. around, JD, like you mentioned. Dom is driving his car on fire for minutes oh. at a time. Like, <laughs> ah, ah, like he just <laughs> keeps touching the steering wheel, it's so hot. He flings it around backwards. And a hilarious shot of Vin Diesel. I don't know why. They show a couple of shots of him in this movie, like looking backwards the way you would have to if you were going to be driving yeah, backwards. Yeah. And just like the combination of his head and his shoulders and his neck, it's like 18,000 muscles come down from his <laughs> scalp and his eyes get humongous. I was laughing out loud when he turned to look over the edge of the seat. He wins. The car crashes. Uh, he gives Raldo his car back. And Raldo is in tears. This is like, <laughs> that was the biggest question to me. I'm like, why is this guy in tears here? Like, he's so touched by what Dom Toretto has done, giving um, Raldo his car back and then giving Fernando, you know, Dom's awesome car without any indication that Dom is leaving Cuba at any time at this point, right? Like, we're just thinking he's yeah. still hanging around. So, yeah. I mean, probably he does have a garage. Maybe he's won some of these street races, in which case... Why are you throwing down with him, Raldo? But that was killing me. Raldo in tears. Uh, but now he has to respect Dom Toretto and still gets to keep his car. I guess it paid out later. You know, uh, pay it forward is what uh, Dom's motto is in this uh, in this situation. And it works out for him. But I was like, why? Why, Raldo? You should be happy. Like, I mean, maybe these are happy tears, but these yeah. seem more like relieved tears to me. Also, why why does Dom respect Raldo? He tried to kill him. <laughs> Good point. He had a guy throw a motorbike in front of him. This yeah. is the part I don't get. Like, him. Just because it was a cl- close race? I mean, he's like, wow. Uh, you, you were damn close to beating me, even though you like basically had to cheat. 
That's the weird part. It's like, where was the? Why did he really respect him? I did not really understand. But well, uh, I think I think it was more. He explains it to uh, Cipher later on. He's just, I had the opportunity to destroy him, and I didn't. I took the high road, and and I changed him. Uh, yeah, you know. right, right. That's true. So true. I guess he, Dom has saved him again. I, this continuing theme of Dom is Jesus Christ, basically, right. uh, throughout this entire <laughs> franchise. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good point. We also um, I don't want to gloss over it because we have the little you know Letty kicking it with Dom, talking about the cars. Uh, you know, you know, falling in love again. I guess sure. Letty wearing a lot more makeup than I ever remember her wearing that was the first thing that i noticed here in this uh, opening scene and then we we soon learned um the whole thing about them thinking about having a baby mm. uh so they're gonna i like those breadcrumbs <laughs> oh, yeah. uh happen to see a dad today dom <laughs> by the way you would be a good dad just thinking we did see a dad it's on my mind <laughs> it's 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 amazing um so i will say the crash part is pretty cool where he where he where he jumps out of the car and has it because it's on fire go flying into the water but the way it, it just goes like oh, I don't yeah. know, it looks like it goes like 50 feet up in the air the way it's spinning like well done on the stunt there to get that uh particular crash okay well we're still in cuba here because the next day i guess um an elusive woman named Cypher. You might remember her from The Matrix. She was one of the twins. Um, uh, coerces Dom. Cypher does. This is uh, Charlie Theron. Uh, co- coerces Dom into working for her by showing him something on her phone. Uh, so they have their first scene here. She plays I didn't the- like your Fitbit. <laughs> Did you see I, this? I hate how Dom is holding the phone in this scene. I don't know. It's like so like, hey, you got to hold it high in frame here. And it's just like, I don't know. No one's holding the phone like this. But um, yeah, he, he she like tricks him because she pretends the car is broken down. And that's what gets Dom to stop. There's a part like where you quickly learn she's following him, knows everything about him. Was it supposed to be impressive that Cypher called Dom's coffee order? black no sugar like that's the most rare coffee order we've like ever yeah. heard of that would be my first guess uh well he was pretty shook she got it too. i did have to go to a different place today <laughs> it's like okay sure um but yeah we, we get the the introduction of cypher i guess i'll ask you right here jd what did you think of uh this new villain who's playing her and mm. and, and how she ropes dom into her world what, what do you think well you know it's charlize theron i love her i thought she was awesome in this she's by far the best villain we've had so far so they keep bringing it up and up and up i don't know who's better who's better than uh, cypher I mean, well in terms of menacing, listen. The you know we we might as well get into this now. Like I yeah. love I love the how cold and uh, analytical and scientific she is compared to Dom's uh, all about family, all about love and respect, and all those amorphous uh, you know good feeling guts, gut yeah. feeling type stuff. And she's just the cold hearted. Uh, you know, she has no soul and she's just uh, g- totally uh, in it for whatever. Like, and that's all I've, I've said that for the f- 
for all the villains, like the the scarier they are, the less they care about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So the she's a great foil for for him, and uh, you know, and family has always been a huge weakness for him. I mean, there's there's no way that there it wasn't his child looking at the fun. You know, there was no surprise there. It's like, oh, it's got to be a son or something like a child of his or a family member, because there is no reason why he would go against his family. It, uh, like it, almost, it took family it for him family. to go against his family. <laughs> exactly. It took real family to and, go against his fake family. Yeah. That's right. And uh, and she's such a good actor, and she, and they give her such clumsy lines, but she kills it. I mean, I I think okay. she, I think it's great. Like. Uh, I was very, very happy to be in the world where Charlize Theron is the uh, is the villain. Although uh, we were, I was watching this with Rachel, and she's like, "Cipher, God, is like, could that's the best they could come up with for a name?" And then I was sort of jokingly going, "Ha, well, you know, Morpheus was already taken, or or uh, you know, uh, Neo already taken, Trinity already taken." Then I realized. Fucking Cypher is a name from the Matrix. There is a <laughs> Joe Pantaleone's character's name is Cypher. So you're, they're not even r- original with their hacker names. But, no. uh, you know, it's another it's another Mr. Nobody. It's a placeholder. And uh, you know what? At this point, who cares? <laughs> okay. Uh, Trey, what, what did you think of uh, Charlize here in this movie? I think she gives a great performance, but I also think the entirety of the performance is her whispering the whole time. She's <laughs> whispering every single line of this, and I think it comes off nice against uh, Vin Diesel in particular because he's a bit of a whisperer with his lines as <laughs> yes. well, so it builds up the sense of this menacing nature between the two of them, and you know, you definitely get the feeling with her explaining how you know she set up Dom having to go to a different place to get a di- <laughs> to get a basic coffee uh, that she can get to him anywhere she needs to. To me, her character, her code, much like Owen Shaw, we'll see him again in not too long. Her code has to be precision as well because you know. That's the only thing that can go up against family. You can either be on one side, the emotional side, or the analytical side. They give her a bunch of just mumbo-jumbo nonsense to say in this movie. I feel like she whispers it out. So she's doing the best she can with what she's been given. Uh, And I do feel like she's very sinister. But the way that they've had to film this, and, you know, the only time she's really face-to-face, I feel like, with any of the Fast crew is when she's with Dom, and Dom is working with her at that Mm -hmm. point. So you lose a little bit of the danger, I think, because she's just, you know, even... We'll get to this later, obviously, but even when they're doing the submarine chase down, she's not even in the submarine. No! Right? Like, she's not even there. So that's a little little bit of a knock for me, is like, yeah, she is the villain, and she's in control of everything, but it almost doesn't feel like she's in real danger or that she's causing so much danger to these people. She's trying to set up something dangerous and we're trying to get there before she does. But, you know, I do I do like the performance she gives, all things considered. I like the payoff later learning that the reason she's, you know, roped Dom in to help her do all this is because he has, what, twice basically blew up her previous plans because she was linked... Um, to off the top of my head here, I guess uh, Moe's and, and yeah. uh, Owen uh, and Owen, right. yeah, right. So in in two previous movies, she is actually we never seen her, but she's behind the scenes helping like facilitate all of this, and and Dom's you know Fast and Furious crew is always uh, screwing it up. So she's thinking, well, 
If I can just get him, he's always screwing up my plans. I'll just get him to do it. So how am I going to do that? Well, you know it's got to involve family. And luckily, (laughs) this guy didn't wrap it up when he was with uh, Elena there. Elena for a little bit. And he's got himself a child. Okay. So we go from that. Uh, He's in. I mean, it didn't take long. He's like, well, I guess I'm in. Uh, I think we now go to the soccer scene uh, here in the movie where The Rock, Hobbs, is... Uh, the coach of his daughter's soccer team. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, you know, we get some comedy, I guess, in the sense uh, of the agent showing up to try and get him to come back. And there's some Taylor Swift jokes in here. Uh, but we get them doing the Maori Maori chant before the game. That was a little out of left field, just to to drive home the fact that the Samoan uh, rock, of course, and just how dedicated he is and. To his daughter's team, yeah. <laughs> it's just a, I thought uh, it's a strange scene, but it's like, uh, hey, it's The Rock. Let's give him some funny lines here, and, and this is a funny situation, I guess. I, I, I could have done without it, I think, in the end, JD. But maybe you were more of a fan. Yeah, I know. I'm the same. I think uh, it was played for comedy, and uh, it yeah. didn't quite hit the mark. Like the, again, it just like we knew that uh, Dom was looking at a child of his. We knew right from the moment that uh, The Rock opens his mouth, he's not talking to soldiers. He's talking to a kid's sports team. And, of course, uh, we know he has a daughter. So, yes, it's it's his daughter's soccer team. And, yeah, okay, fine. I'm sure it got a great big pop in the the theater. Uh, You tell me, Trey. But uh, I was just like, okay, all right, sure, fine. And then just to have this buttoned-up sort of all-business – agent you know telling him we gotta go we gotta go save the world and and uh the rock is you know hey cheer for the dragons or whatever their names are (laughs) yeah um, (laughs) okay sure it i guess it's i guess you know whatever again who cares (laughs) <laughs> uh, Trey, so Trey, was there a big pop in, in, for this scene, the, the comedy? Of course, there's a big pop. A couple yeah. of few great lines uh, from Hobbs in here. Like, just imagine looking at the script and seeing that there's a line where Hobbs has to say, "Taylor Swift, you got to be shitting me." <laughs> like, that's a real sentence. Obviously, the call back to his daughter coming and saying, "Ah, oh, Daddy's got to go to work." Yeah. yeah, he does. And I think the biggest laugh was when. Uh, they cut to the crowd and yes. it's all moms yes. watching Hobbs because he's yeah. wearing a very tight tank top. He's looking even more jacked. Uh, so yeah, definite pops on that. But the way we've been doing this and recording the podcast, it's like when you're watching all of these in quick succession, you're like, oh, you're giving us the Brian scene again. Yeah. Right? Like, and you see it starts with a cl- like a close shot of The Rock and that's how you know instantly well, this is not a real thing. We're going to be getting some jokes out of this. We just saw this at the exact same point in the movie in Fast (laughs) 7. So, I don't know. I guess it paid off getting to see, you know, all the... All the moms crushing on Hobbs. Yeah, that, that's about I, it. I laughed at that part. That yeah. part was funny. Uh, like the guy, like there's there's way more moms here than there are <laughs> yeah, uh, actually kids. soccer yeah. players or kids. Yeah, which is funny. Also, I do have a question. Taylor Swift is called Tay Tay. <laughs> I've never heard that. I, but. You know, not that, like I really know. Well, you're a 41 year old man. I know, so but like, I, I've heard of like Swifties or stuff like that. I just know. I just never, never heard, heard her called Tay Tay. Maybe she is, yeah? Well, 
I mean, it comes up right away. When, okay. you, st- when you throw a Tay-Tay in Google, it, it comes up right away. Okay. Why is okay. Taylor Swift called Tay-Tay? <laughs> Out of the loop on Reddit. Skeets, did you start this thread? <laughs> <laughs> I may have. Okay. Anyway, uh, so he's in. So shortly afterward, we've got uh, Luke Hobbs, The Rock. He's got to recruit Dom and his team. Letty, Roman, Tej, and Ramsey. Yes, confirmed. Mm-hmm. Ramsey is now part of the crew. <laughs> she does almost nothing in this movie. Uh, to help Hobbs retrieve an EPM device from a military outpost in Berlin. And this is during the getaway when Dom goes rogue. Uh, forces Hobbs off the road right after Hobbs said I, uh, I'll buy you a beer or something beers on me <laughs> yeah. didn't say Corona maybe uh-huh. that's why he wasn't specific and that's why uh, <laughs> Don got upset but he, he drives Hobbs off the road steals the device for Cypher who you know if it wasn't clear by now is a cyber terrorist uh, uh, JD I, I guess I'll ask it this way having never seen this movie were you surprised where the story went Mm. Um, like where Dom, you know, does backstab his, uh, or has to, is forced to, uh, turn against his family. Or did you have an idea of that going into it? I I honestly had no idea. I assumed somebody would flip, you know, just Mm -hmm. because what else are you going to do? Um, but I was kind of surprised at how almost Manchurian candidate it was. It was just like Dom all of a sudden is no longer Dom. Like he becomes this automaton who is just, uh, he's just literally turning his back on all the rest of his family. And, uh, you know, the reason better be good, you know, like (laughs) if it, if it ended up being a car, he really liked, that would have been rough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you found this? (laughs) Oh, sweet. A 65 Impala. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I do feel like Dom could have given a better undercover performance here, man. Like you're giving it away right away. As soon as he sits in the car, he's like not talking to anybody, not looking around. (laughs) He's driving in the back. Like, come on, Dom. We know you're not going to be uh, <laughs> taking the back seat on this one. Let's split up. I mean, Letty calls him on it right away. Right away. What's up with you? you know, yeah. You can tell he's distracted. And, uh, you know, I think a hilarious line right at the end of this after um, Don has left Hobbs injured in his vehicle. I've seen that look before. Dominic Toretto just, just went, went rogue. rogue. I wrote that. Put it in the trailer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Dom drives his car up onto that plane uh, flawlessly, a, a perfect escape, because those don't usually go that well when no. cars are going onto planes, but that one they nailed, J.D. Yeah, it was, uh, did he drive a car on the plane last time in the, the plane sequence? I can't remember. Uh, he drove a car off the plane, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> How did it get there in the first place? Well, I would have had to drive it. I think yeah. he's uh, had some experience, uh, right. I suppose. But, uh, but yeah, I did think that, like, I don't know why my mind goes places like this, but the the plane is like this, you know. Yeah. And he just hits the brakes, lights go off, and he just gets out of the car, and the the, the, the ramp isn't even up yet. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like, dude. <laughs> he goes flying. Out. Can we just wait for it to level off? You know. But uh, the plane stuff I found a little distracting. Uh, uh, you mentioned it already, Trey, but. They're basically whispering to each other in most of the scenes in the plane. If you've ever been in a plane, which we all have, <laughs> it's not that quiet. Like, you know, <laughs> no. 
But JD, but, again, we've been saying this like since the first movie. People have the greatest hearing in this franchise. <laughs> Everybody can hear every single thing. Thing, be it car to car, be it loud planes, be in giant crowds. Doesn't matter. Everybody picks up on everything. It's incredible. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do we we get them talking to each other here then uh, on the plane? Is that correct, Cipher and? Uh, Dom a little bit. I believe so, yeah. Or, or yeah, I can't remember where it happens with, with There's this. There's a sort of weird moment where Tormund comes up to him. To him. <laughs> Tormund. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, Connor Rhodes. Yes, oh, yes. That Connor, he, he was Tormund in my notes for the first half of this movie before they gave him a name as <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> right. Uh, but he sort of he sort of blocks him from getting to her, and then he says something weird like, uh, uh, yeah. "Are you okay with this?" or whatever, like. I mean, how could you not be okay with it? He just drove his car onto the plane. Like, this is shocking to you? Like, <laughs> what? I didn't understand that little standoff, but I think it was just to give them, like, you know, friction. Yeah, you yeah. Know. that will pay off later for yeah. sure. That's yeah. it. Because otherwise, so. what does this guy have against him? Yeah. Right, exactly. Like, you're, you're follow- he's following your boss's orders. Right. Cypher. Like... Did uh, was there any love like a little chemistry between Tormund and uh, Charlize at all, or just strictly business? The only mm. chemistry I saw was way late in the movie, and there was a guy named Matt, like who was one of the technicians. He was a larger guy. <laughs> And she actually touches them, you know? <laughs> she, she goes, her, all right, Daddy, let's, let's, let's go. I was like, Ooh, She's begging Matt. I, I sure. think there's something going Matt's, on with her and Matt. He's the best hacker, probably. Probably. Yeah. I, I know exactly what scene you're talking about because I wrote that down, too. I was like, ooh, a little shoulder rope. Let's, let's get this sub, baby. Um, okay, so Hobbs... Gets arrested for this going wrong, right? Yeah, Berlin. That's what. Yeah, okay. Which he was warned about. He was warned. That's not true. That the that's soccer, true. T- the soccer yeah. team. The guys like, hey, get to work. And by the way, if you fuck this up, you're getting arrested, and we're not going to help you. That's basically what he's. So why am I helping you then? Right. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. But yeah, Hobbs gets arrested. He is locked up in the same high security prison which holds Deckard shot. Now Hobbs has a scene with Mr. Nobody and his uh 
his little sidekick, his protege there, Eric, or what do they end up calling him? Little, little nobody. Little nobody, which is sort of funny. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much to say about that. You know, we, we know that he's there. That's the most important part, Mr. Nobody is, because Hobbs goes in, there's Deckard. Man, Jason Statham has more lines in the, in the first scene of this movie than he had in the entire last movie in FF7. I mean, the two of them going back and forth, barking at each other from, uh, you know, across the, the cell block hall. P- pretty funny. We get, we get a lot of Hobson Shaw here, uh, oh, yeah. which is, makes sense because they're setting up for another movie, which will be the next one we do here in the uh, Fast Friends uh, mm-hmm. podcast series, which is Hobson Shaw. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I loved ev- almost everything that involved Shaw. Um, Jason Statham in this one. And I, I'm not very high on this movie, I will say, overall, when we get to our uh, ranking. But he is great. And I liked him having more lines, to be honest. Yeah, I love uh, the interplay between Hobbs and Shaw. And you're like, you see this first scene between them when they're really getting to chop it up and, you know, posturing back and forth to each other. Uh, what does Hobbs say to Shaw? Get your candy ba- candy ass back out there and toss some more salads. That's what Hobbs says to Shaw. That's a rock line right there. Yep. Actually getting candy ass into a movie. <laughs> uh, and then Hobbs, or uh, Shaw eventually responds back to Hobbs. It's 38 feet of steel and concrete, or so I've been told. Thanks for the callback. Yeah, but it good. does, to me, seem that Deckard got an upgrade on his room. Because when they put him away, it was like... You're not looking at anything. There's nobody around you. But now he's got, like, a window view of uh, the rest of the prison. Him and Hobbs can, like, have an interface with each other. The glass isn't soundproof at all. I don't know how that's possible. (laughs) I've got a window between my kitchen and where I grill. And, like, I'll be screaming at the top of my lungs at Laura. Hey, can you have me the burger? Trey, Trey, everybody has the greatest hearing ever in this movie. It's superhero hearing, yeah. It's crazy, but I feel like not only uh, did they beef up Jason Statham's role and let him do what he's best at, like him and Hobbs are both awesome at kicking ass and cracking wise, so let them do that together a lot, I think, plays really well. But also, Jason Statham looks humongous, like... He was looking svelte in a suit in Fast 7, and now he's, like, on yeah. par with, uh, I don't know if I would say he's on par with The Rock, but he's at, like, at least Tyrese levels of muscles here. <laughs> sure. This man is humongous. Yeah. I guess he's been in jail for a couple of years, probably just lifting the entire time. Nothing else to do, but I love these scenes uh, with Sean Hobbs, for sure. <laughs> yeah. you, you liked... Uh... You liked Hobbs the Rock just punching a wall for five minutes and then just doing like a bench. Yeah, a little curls with a a concrete bench that he just ripped off the wall. Uh, JD, what'd you think of this? And then, and then of course they escape here too, the two of them. Yeah, I mean I loved the whole prison thing. I loved uh, the the escape, and I love the the back and forth and and the, there's undeniable chemistry between those two and it's mm-hmm. uh, obvious why they would want to do a movie with them and the friendlier they get they're still sparring you know as the movie yeah. goes they're still sparring and uh again watching this with Rachel and she was like getting all whoo every time those <laughs> two were on screen together and she's uh she's like I want to see uh, I want to see Hobbs and Shaw, the fast and bi curious. Like she literally <laughs> wants to see. 
them have sex, basically. Is what Are you saying. Saying? So it sounds like Rachel may have been uh, up in the soccer stands. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Only with Statham there. I think it's the two uh, of them together. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think she's shipping the two of them. Oh, okay, okay. Well, they do escape. Now, like, so Mr. Nobody opens Hobbs' uh, jail cell, and then he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm staying here. I'm staying here. I got to get some more sets in. Uh, but then <laughs> Shaw takes advantage, of course. Decker takes advantage and uh, basically strangles the one guard that's nearby him, and then like, uh, like electrocutes, yeah, zap, out, yeah. zaps the uh, security system, and then that unlocks everybody, and then, yeah, we get this crazy... Pretty long escaping from jail scene. Mm-hmm. It's shot a little weird. It, it's it's you said in one of the movies, JD, and it was probably because they were like car formations. I think which one was the tunnel one that we were all four, upset uh, with? Fast, four, and, Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah the fourth yeah. one. Yeah, we I remember we compared it to Mad Max. Mm-hmm. This jail scene felt super Mad Max to me. Mm. That 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 like I don't even know how you describe it. Where it's like. It's sped up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like that weird sped up, and then it's like, of course, like there are slow motion shots and stuff like that. Does that make sense? You know what I'm Absolutely, talking about? Absolutely, yeah. They um, they definitely mess with the frame rates. Yeah, and, that's right. Uh, in a in a good way, I thought. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it's super slick and super choreographed and well done, but also you really get a sense of the chaos of a prison riot, you know, yeah. and uh, you know, the superhuman things that they're doing. They literally shoot the rock i mean it's rubber bullets but still <laughs> big <it's>, mistake <laughs> it, yeah i mean it's just great to see you know it's, it looks like a shotgun and it's just basically bullets are literally pew, 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 and, and yeah. he just walks and he gets the he gets angrier and angrier every time he gets hit by one and it's just great i mean i love i i had the time of my life watching this scene this whole movie actually so i'm high on it just okay. FYI. Okay, good. Well, I laughed when uh, I think it's The Rock does a weird slide uh, under like a railing. You yeah. Know, part of the time. <laughs> it's just weird to see The Rock do like mm. parkour type things. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just. Yeah, it's when it's Statham like going oh, against yeah. the fence, you're like, it's cool, believable. man. It looks yeah. totally believable. But there's a, it's just strange to think of The Rock doing anything like using subtlety rather than yeah. strength. Because all I was thinking was. Like, the very last scene of this breakout is, I don't know, he just, like, runs through five guys and a door, and they go flying. Imagine this guy in the Eliminator on American Gladiators just blasting (laughs) through that final one. Nobody would be able to stand up to him. Uh, But, yeah, the way it's choreographed, I think it's great. And like you're mentioning, there are different, like, zooms and the angles, and, like, the, the directing of it really heightens the tension and the action, which hasn't always been the case in fist fights in this series, but this one is really, really cool. So they both escape. And you know who's there, intelligence operative Mr. Nobody, that's Kurt Russell, and his protege, Eric Reisner. Um, they recruit them. I mean, they're basically like, well, thought it, oh, that took a little longer than I thought, but they recruit them to help the team find Dom and then try and capture Cypher. So they get these two guys. Deckard reveals here that Cypher had hired his brother, Owen Shaw, to steal the Nightshade device and Moe's Jaconde to steal God's Eye which was Ramsey's software program in these previous movies, which has made Cypher target Dom. Uh, and that that's that's why he's, she's actually trying to get Dom there because he's interfered with her plans before. The team tracks Dom and Cypher to their place. You know, we're at the headquarters here. We can go through this if you guys want. We're at the headquarters, but they sort of figure it out. They, uh, you know, a little work around. We got, we got Ramsey, we got Tej, we got some smart minds on this. 
and, and even and even um, uh, Shaw. But mo- moments before they attack the base, uh, sorry, not not moments before they attack the base. They're trying to track them down. They figured it out, but boom! It turns out they're there. Right. Cipher and Dom, they injure the FF team and they steal God's eye. I think mm-hmm. I have that correct. Sorry yep. for yes. that little that little mistake there. But uh, there's a lot going on here. Where we always get a headquarter scene in these movies. Now this is uh, Mister Nobody's place, and. We learn that they're all on Interpol's top 10 most wanted list, except for uh, Roman. <laughs> Roman. Somewhat yeah. of a funny part. It was a little payoff later, too, with a line in the movie. And we get Tej hitting on Ramsey. Good to know we're keeping that weird plot point going. Uh, and, and like I said, we learn that Dom is officially working with Cypher. They learned that because of all these things that Dom and his team have done in the past to piss off Cypher. And, and, and they've corrupted Owen, too. And that's why Shaw is now there. Trey, what would you make of this crazy scene? Well, there's a lot of swings in this one, Skeet. You're like, once they get everybody together, I think it's very weird. I mean, there's no way that Fast and Furious really could have seen this coming, but the fact that Kurt Russell is playing a character based in a location called Nowhere, where in the Guardians of the Galaxy, the second one, he's playing a character who's based somewhere called Nowhere. That's just too weird for me to like completely (laughs) ignore. But I mean, like that's not their fault, but it's like, wow, this guy really is... Just live in nowhere. And he's playing a similar character, I do feel like, especially in uh, Fast 7 when you're first introduced to him. You're like, he seems like a good guy, but is he? He seems still to be a good guy. He's basically the plot exposer in this. He's like, here's what's going to be happening for the entire movie anytime he shows up. But you're like, okay, cool. Good idea, Roman. You should use God's eye. We just learned it has changed the face of manhunts forever. Yep. Oh, sorry, it doesn't work. Wait a second. Actually, it does work. <laughs> we can completely reverse it. Oh, the call is coming from inside the building. They are already there. And then some weird stuff happens. Like, I understand that Dom has been compromised at this point. He is in it with Cypher. They're just destroying everything, trying to get information. And then Cypher kisses Dom? Yeah. Like, like huh? Huh? Like... What? That was so <laughs> so strange to me. And like, Dom doesn't oppose it, nor does he go for it. Yeah, it just like right. happens. You're like, uh, okay. And, and then Letty just says to him, you're going to turn your back on family just like that? Yeah, I guess so. He just completely exploded the family. It just, uh, I don't know. There was a lot of swings in this scene to me that were like, huh? Okay, yeah, God's eye, good idea. Wait, no, bad idea. Wait, good idea again. Now we're kissing? <laughs> yeah. All of this happens basically instantly. And that glosses over the fact that Shaw shows up and they're all like, yeah. well, guess we got to work with him now. Yep. You know, we were just hunting this guy down. He was trying to kill us. We destroyed his brother, but we're teaming up now because we all don't like the same person on accident. I, it was strange to me. I had mm. totally forgotten about the kiss. And the reason is, I don't think they actually ever really kiss. You notice how they shot that one, JD? Yeah. It's like Charlize Theron, her back is to the camera, and she like does the, she blocks then Leans the actual lip lock. Yeah, I, I just right. don't. I have a feeling they didn't really kiss in real life. I mean, they didn't show us at least, but that's yeah. what we're led to believe. Of course, they're kissing. Weird. Yeah, they blow up the spot with these. Are they like next generation concussion grenades too? That's what it's like she said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very specific. Um, lot happening, like TK said. Uh, where? Did, what? Anything to add to this scene? I yeah, guess. Yeah. I mean, it didn't bother me as much as it's bothering Trey. Like, uh, it. 
Yes, Roman suggests it, and I got I my takeaway was uh, nobody was basically saying, "Okay, great idea, we'll try it," as if we hadn't tried it before, and we, they try it, and let I'm going to let you see what happens when we try it, and then mm-hmm. we see all the the hits all over the world. Um, the false pings, the false pings, the false pings. Yeah. Um, and when Shad shows up, there is a little bit of pushback, but it's a fair point. Like, uh, he did kill Han and all of a sudden they're working together, but, uh, but they don't like it, Trey. They don't like it. They don't like it. (laughs) They definitely don't like it. Uh, and, uh, as far as the kiss goes, you know, it's a random thing that she does just to stir the pot. That's what I got from it. Um, but yeah, it's weirdly shot. And again, uh, Manchurian Candidate uh, is just, you know, not reacting, just, you know, being a robot, basically. And it's uh, and I can understand Letty's frustration. Like, uh, what are you what are you doing, man? Like this family member or this thing that you the reason you're doing this better be good because you just blew us all up. Like right. we're all. You know, we could have all died just now. Yeah. So the, the roles have been reversed between Dom and Letty here, right? Oh, totally. Because it it was Letty and her am, in her amnesia, having her sort of acting uh, out of character, at least to Dom, and now it's uh, Dom, of course, doing this, and Letty's going like, "What the hell's going on here?" One thing in watching this movie, I was fascinated to see how they would tackle um, the character of Brian O'Connor. We know he's alive in the Fast and Furious franchise. Paul Walker himself is, uh, of course, dead, and we talked about it in the last movie. And it took about 48 minutes into this movie for Brian, excuse me, for Roman to suggest they call Brian. And I was like, okay, okay, they threw it in there. And, you know, he says Brian would know what to do. <laughs> he would? <laughs> and, I know. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Brian um, would know. But man, Letty rejects the idea immediately. She shoots it down. No, we promise not to bring him and Mia and of course, Jack and their and their other baby that we don't even know the name of uh, into any more dangerous activity. I don't know. I was just like, I was waiting for it. Actually, I wasn't even waiting for it. I was like, how are they going to do this? Are they yeah. even going to mention him? And they did. Yep. And it was just a, nope. <laughs> Not nope. calling him. We can't call him. Even though his best friend, even though his brother-in-law is has gone crazy, gone rogue, Nope, nope. He's busy being a dad. He's still trying to figure out how to open the van door. So uh, just, just, <laughs> just leave him be. But anyway, they did, and I was actually like, okay, fair enough. At least yeah. he slipped that in there. All right. So when Dom shows signs of frustration with Cypher, because he's getting a little tired of this bullcrap, <laughs> <laughs> she takes him to see his ex-lover and DSS agent, Alina Neves, and their son, whose existence Dom was unaware of. I mean, you know, before the start of this movie, at least. Right. Having kidnapped both of them to secure Dom's loyalty and uh, turn on his team. Here, here is, we've now seen what was on the phone. Right? Yeah. Well, actually, was the baby on the phone? Oh, was interesting. A, was, was could have Elena been enough to turn Dom? Judy? No way. No way. No way. Okay. I don't so, think so. So he then immediately in seeing the phone knows it's his kid and is like, Well, did have sex with her in Brazil there that one time. <laughs> I, <laughs> Does the math. He's like, that kid looks about 
The kid should have been wearing a tiny tank top, by the way. Big yeah. miss. Tiny necklace, tiny tank top, little combat boots. Yeah. Right? That would have been very cute. Yes. In my mind, there's a scene that was cut away from, right? It's like, he's like, oh my God, cut. But then the scene is actually, yes, Dom, that's your son. Right. Right. His middle name is Marcos. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have a first Doesn't name. Doesn't have yet. a first name. I wrote that down. <laughs> so what's the baby's name? Uh blank Marcos Neves. <laughs> Waiting for you to come around. What? Just name the kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just that part name was the great. Kid. That part was great. Yeah, uh, what'd she say? When I realized I was pregnant, you had just realized Letty was alive. I was gonna tell you after your honeymoon. I think there were opportunities. Like you should have mentioned it. You of, of any people to mention it to, the guy who is com- constantly talking about family, like you're probably going to be able to slide it in here cuz what? I guess is it at the end of Fast 5 um that Neves and Hobbs go and tell Dom and the crew you're fine. You're all, you're all free. It's that yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh that would have been the time to me cuz Dom even says like you can stay here if you want. And she's like, nah, I'm heading back to my family. Not my son, the cops. I'm heading back to work with the cops. Like, have the conversation then. This is, I guess it's not totally after the honeymoon, but it seems like the perfect time to get your cards on the table here. <laughs> Considering you know Dom is going to be all over the place. Like, there's a chance they never run into each other again. Um... I think a missed opportunity by Nevis, to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah. Nevis definitely telling Dom she wanted him to decide on the child's first name. It's like that thing, you got to see the baby. Yeah. You got to see <laughs> right. the baby before you name the baby. Uh, but Marcos, that's the middle name. We get uh, we get some acting here from Vin, JD. Double tears, uh, Nora noted. Looks Just, totally <laughs> fake to me. That's that was exactly the what she thing said. that like, I've seen in these movies. <laughs> I, like I thought, are those just glued on there? Because yeah. they were just they were lingering for so long, and then finally one drops. I was like, man, that's me every morning when I put my eye drops in it every day. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it did not look real at all. But but I don't know. I mean, I I honestly don't know. Are are they on the plane right now? Is this where the yes, cell is? The okay, plane, yeah, yeah the, this glass box. Um, that uh, Neves and the baby's in. Okay, that's what I thought. I <laughs> uh, just want to make sure. Uh, yeah, he's he's broken up about it. Don't worry, we see a necklace in one of these shots. That's going to become important uh, later on. I can't believe that this necklace is turning more and more into an important character in this series. It's it's Just it's add Cypher and Rhodes to the list of characters who have yep. shared a scene with this necklace. Yep. This necklace, like I would say, probably goes... Dom number one, Brian's still number two, and then Necklace is probably coming in number three for the biggest <laughs> the, stars in, in the this series. this one, huge. <laughs> yeah. Necklace yeah. plays a massive part. No one noticed the blinking necklace, though. <laughs> but, or anyway. just kept it there the whole time. Yeah, why? where was right. it hanging? It was <laughs> just on a bar. A, just a bar or a nail that was sticking yeah, out? She'll like that. We'll keep that up there. <laughs> That's like a yeah, it's like a baby ornament for the little Marcos there to paw at or whatever. Okay, so uh, anything else with with this reveal here, really? To uh, at least to to the audience, you know, there's a baby. It's his. Oh my god! Now it makes sense. Now we know why he's doing this. Mm -hmm. True family over. Just 
the other family. Exactly. <laughs> Blood is uh, thicker than water. Yeah. Okay. Nothing else to add. Uh, in New York City, let's go there. Cipher sends Dom in a 71 Plymouth GTX to retrieve a nuclear football, which is the briefcase with codes, uh, held by the Russian Minister of Defense. Prior to the theft, Dom briefly evades Cipher with the help we learned later of Raldo um, and persuades Deckard and Owen's mother, <laughs> Magdalene, who is Heather, uh, Helen Mirren, to help him. Mm. Okay. I got so confused at this part, in real time at least, like the, you knew Dom was up to something, sure. of course. He's trying to evade God's eye and Cypher watching him with all these cameras to meet, uh, like I said, the mother of Shaw. And I don't know if I tuned out or what I was doing while watching this, but... This is a pretty quick scene. Am, am I am I wrong between the original scene? I know there's some like little little flashbacks, I guess, but between Dom and and Mrs. Shaw, right? JD, right. like, w- like almost remind me what happens here because <laughs> they come up with the plan, I guess, but we as the audience don't really we, know the full yeah, details. Yeah, we don't yeah. know what the plan is. Yeah. It's it is very quick, and you know, I I was very successful turning my brain off before watching this movie, so I was I was happily just. Just following along blissfully, uh, unaware. Um, but yeah, I mean, how like he re- enlisted the help of uh, Rolo? What's his name again? The Raldo. Cuban guy, Raldo. Yep. So that we get that payoff, right? He backed up the yeah, van. Later, we find movie. out later, but we don't find out that till later. Tears um, streaming down his face as he yeah. <laughs> <laughs> backs up the van. So it's an honor to help you, man. But I love I love this kind of stuff where it's just sort of you know I'm gonna evade I'm put I'm I'm tricking the people who are uh, who are hel- holding me captive, but yeah, there's not much is revealed other than oh yeah. we're meeting the Shah mother, and, uh, and how does ha-ha. he know how does he get in contact with exactly That's the don't one think thing about it me. skates you can't yeah. think about it like it, the 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 amount of. Uh, you know the timing of where they were going to be and the truck backing up and oh, his yeah. the kill switch on the car to make it you know uh, stop working and the excuse to pull you know that whole all of oh, the yeah. orchestration is just spark plug whatever I mean, <laughs> yeah it's my magic spark plug that gives me my powers but yeah I mean yeah. Uh, honestly I was just so thrilled to see Helen Mirren and just be like okay here we go here we go I'm loving this so. Right. Yeah, I know. You're right. I shouldn't think about it. That's what we're doing here. It's like he either contacted her somehow to yeah. set up the meeting or Nora's like, maybe somehow like she's such like sort of a mob boss in a way that she's always at this location is like a far fetched possibility. I got the impression that she had agreed to see him. Yeah, though, I, the I way did she too. was sort of brought in. But yeah, again, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, yeah. I have no answer for you. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, Dom would think that Owen Shaw, at, at best, he's still laid up in the hospital. Uh, mm-hmm. I, he would still be an enemy of Deckard Shaw. He doesn't mm-hmm. know that Shaw is now helping his old crew. But I guess it's Dom's idea to meet up with Magdalene. And suddenly Dom, despite finding out that he became a parent like... 15 minutes ago, he's, like, giving her parenting advice as, like, a 70-year-old woman. I'm like, you're the expert, Dom? 
<laughs> you, you didn't even know that your son was alive such until a five seconds. Oh, yeah, right. exactly. Uh, but I love the way that basically the Helen Mirren character came about is she saw Fast 7 and was like, it would be awesome to be a bad guy in one of these movies. And they're like, hey, you're a bad guy in one of we these movies that, really? right away. Yeah, I, I didn't oh, know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so great. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this you got to yeah, a little let 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 go of reality here at least in terms of i think setting up this like when did he do it how is he not being tracked by cypher when this is going on god's eye all they tell us is like cameras everywhere blah 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 he's in another restaurant there's no security there's no one with other cell phones around i thought this thing also picked up uh you know audio too Mm, this god's eye couldn't they be hearing all of this anyway it happens. He hands her an electro like an yeah. electronic device yeah. like hack that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh we then get um somewhere in here the scene the team at the toy shop where they're in New York. They're they're um have their their choice of all these uh vehicles that have been seized in you know mainly from drug lords and stuff like that, but there's some military vehicles in here. Let's get some more building between the characters, especially Hobbs and Shaw in one of these scenes at the toy shop where they're, you know, bonding over weird threats back and forth to each other and engine blocks and stuff like that. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, just building that romance. And I'm sure Rachel was loving this scene. Oh, totally, totally. That's yeah. that's when she said the uh, Fast and By Curious line. Oh, but uh, And then they're start, starting to soften up uh, to one another. There's yeah. That sort of uh, jab, 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 and then they both sort of go, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> they said that was another rock ad lib. Uh, that last line, he's like, I'm going to kick your teeth so far down your throat, you got to brush stick your, a toothbrush up your ass yeah. to brush your teeth. That was apparently a rock ad lib that they both <laughs> reacted to, and they kept it. And you can tell Jason Statham's laughing. Yep. And I guess, I don't know, it seems to me that you only hear these stories about this movie about The Rock. Maybe everybody else is sticking to the script, or maybe he's just got a better agent who wants to get that stuff out there. But anytime I see... Uh, one of these insults is just something off the top of the dome from Dwayne Johnson. I'm like, I believe it. I totally yeah. believe it. Let him go. So we now get another action scene here because, like I told you, Cypher has Dom trying to get this uh, suitcase from this uh, the Russian Minister of Defense. Cypher hacks into the electronic systems of many cars, uh, remotely controlling them by way of auto drive, causing them to disable the convoy so that Dom can take the football. This is a long, long scene here, but these are all those cars you're seeing, all these pileups that Trey was seeing in Cleveland when they were shooting this back in 2016. It's happening in uh, NYC, of course. The team, though, intercepts Dom in their cars with a whole bunch of carpoons. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, they're (laughs) back. So many of them. But he somehow escapes this. And then seemingly kills Deckard in the process. I mean, he shoots him point blank. Yeah. Letty then catches up to Dom. Uh, You know, she's got the pick six on the nuclear football here. But she's ambushed and then nearly killed by Cypher's enforcer, uh, Tormund, or Connor Rhodes, before Dom stops him. Mm. And then in retaliation, Cypher has Rhodes execute uh, Nevis in front of Dom and then threatening to kill his son next. So... We get the zombie cars, JD. Uh, were you a fan of this scene? I was. Okay. I thought, you know, uh, again, who cares? This is awesome. Look at all those cars. Like, there's an overhead shot of all the cars. They literally look like zombies I've mm-hmm. seen in a million zombie movies. Yep. Just running and just crashing into stuff. Uh, and, you know, as somebody who's 
a little bit afraid of AI. It kind of got, you know, gave me the heebie-jeebies a little bit, you know, like, <laughs> sure, well, sure. Could, could this happen? I don't know. It's <laughs> semi-plausible, at least. I mean, they have self-driving cars. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, when, when she's like, make it rain and the cars are just, you know, falling from the sky, it's just... It was cool. Uh, the harpoon scene was, mm. was uh, you know, there's this moment where uh, <laughs> he's shaking them off one by one. Roman, <laughs> fine, okay. But when the rock, the rock's harpoon is in his, the driver's side door, and, uh, you know, he doesn't open the door. He just rams the door <laughs> with his shoulder. The shoulder he's been shot in twice by my cat <laughs> already. So, but, and then it was enough to, you know, the the car goes flipping and flying and it's just like uh you know okay sure i mean you know it's just fun to see the the harpoons and everybody like everything has to be done in cars right like yeah. <laughs> you can't get out and grab them or anything it's got to be <laughs> it's got to be from a car so uh i mean i just didn't understand how he got out of a like basically roped carpooned by five different vehicles oh, and he yeah. and i was so confused all they kept saying for like the reason was they just kept amping up how much horsepower she <laughs> yeah. had in the car that's all they kept saying it's like oh thousand no two thousand no somebody says like three thousand like oh okay that that explains yeah. it shaw says five try five thousand <laughs> okay try a million try a million it's a lot because you have him pinned and he's somehow like shaking you off like a wild like uh, stallion or something like bull or something I don't know. he knows to go for Roman I think that's the key Roman <laughs> yeah Roman's the weak link here yeah, man so. uh, you know he when they did the drop out of the plane he got lost in the woods he eventually comes back to help save him he couldn't uh, talk the box into the police station uh, in fast five so Dom knows Look, when push comes to shove, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> smash into Roman. He cares more about having a cool car than actually yeah. being able to use it, so he smacks into it. I was dying laughing at two lines in this. Uh, the first is from Cipher, who like you know she's like, find all of the cars we can hack, and they're like, there's over a thousand of them. Hack them all! Shuck them away, boys! Hack them all! <laughs> that to me was hilarious. Uh, and then once they have carpooned Dom, I think it's Letty who says the line, watch the drag or the line will snap. <laughs> snap. I'm like, that's what you say when you're bass fishing, not when you're trying <laughs> to catch a guy in a car. I'm like, yeah, you got to set your drag to make sure it doesn't pull too hard on you. Uh, but, you know, we also get another call back a little bit later. Dom, uh, Shaw tracks down Dom after they're both out of their cars, after he's uh, escaped from the carpoons. Yep. They thought this was going to be a street fight. Oh, yeah. Blast him. <laughs> completely blast him I think he hits him twice yeah. before they go off and then you know Dom is pretty cavalier with the, the nuclear football like Letty just takes it from his hands <laughs> no problem but like, is this a part of Dom's plan do you think so that was his original plan like uh, maybe. help me do all this kind of stuff but I mean he just had the meeting like what's he setting up with Shaw's mom if this is the original plan Mm. To have Letty come and take the thing. Right, yeah, right. Maybe, maybe I mean, Letty. improvising is what they do best. Yeah, so true. clearly they're trying to get on the same page there. But uh, I did think <laughs> Dom should have been a little bit more protective now that he is stealing nuclear launch codes. Yeah. That's a, quite a level up for Dom Toretto. There's a, a little bit later on where um, 
Cypher is kind of like berating him. He's she's like, this has gotten too big for you, you know. Uh, we're doing all this kind of stuff. And like at this point, Dom has then stolen this EMP and nuclear launch codes. I wish he was like, you're right. <laughs> I was just trying to steal DVDs. Like, <laughs> I just wanted a you're totally right. television. Yeah. Can I just take my family and go home and leave the life? Brian's loving it. We don't even call that guy anymore. <laughs> Can I go to the beach? Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, I will say too, I, with the the zombie cars, it did look cool. It looked like they literally crashed like a thousand cars in this scene. Um, I, I didn't mind the idea to slow down the limo that had the the, um, the Russian Ministry of Defense, like mm-hmm. by just like dropping a million cars and basically blocking yeah. them. And that's when Dom, like badass Dom, comes up with the. Uh, what, a chainsaw, basically. I thought yeah. that was a, SWAT gear. Yeah, I was like, all right, Dom. You know, probably it's a little overkill, I think. But uh, yeah, I thought that that part looked. It did look cool how they like <clears throat> pinned it down, I guess, yeah. to then ultimately get the briefcase. Um, yeah. And what and what and what do you think about? Were you shocked at all when Cipher and Connor basically kill Nevis and they're like, well, you know, you 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 basically blew this, or you didn't do as well as you should have. And we're we're amping up the uh, stakes here, and we're killing her. I mean, is she dead? I don't know. If she comes back, then I'm done. There's, she's got to be dead. <laughs> if I mean, if she comes back, <laughs> she has to be dead. If she comes back, like the ultimate fake out by Cipher, because that would have meant, I guess, Cipher like puts a bulletproof vest on her before shooting her. Mm. Hey, she's next level though. I yeah, wouldn't I mean, put it yeah. past her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, you know. It was, I think it was her plan all along. It was just a matter of when she was going to kill her. Right. And uh, that just, it just added to her villainous, you know, like, I just hope that she doesn't end up on their team, you know, down the road. Mm. Because it's one thing to kill Han, you know, for revenge, but to kill, you know, a mother in front of her baby son yeah. and the father of that child if she ends up on on the team, then uh, that's when I'm out. You know. Okay, okay, that'll do it for you. Yeah, Nevis, man, she she is a tragic character in this yeah, uh, yeah. Fast and Furious franchise. When you really think about it, like how she got into this and what's happened to her, not a lot of good. And now yeah. she's in theory dead. I would like to think she's at least gone. Bang bang. Who's taking care of uh, little little Marcos there after her? Uh, oh, that's good. Her good death. question. You know, Probably we never got, ma- we never got Cypher. <laughs> it it's got to be Hacker Matt. <laughs> yeah. He's such a good dad. So Cypher's yeah. like, yeah, you're doing great, honey. <laughs> oh, it's great. I hope so. I hope so. Because like, I thought we might get a weird part. Like you see it a million times in movies like this before, like Cypher, like, oh, I want that child. Or like, we learned that Cypher could never have children mm, or that sure. classic thing. And like, oh, this one will be mine. But she doesn't do that at all. She couldn't care less about that baby. Yeah. She's like, yeah, forget it. Um, okay. So we basically are now going to Russia. I mean, we've been all over the globe here. Uh, Dom is going to infiltrate a military separatist base in Russia in a modified 68 Dodge Charger to use the EMP device to disable their security and then to disable a nuclear submarine, enabling Cypher to hijack it and attempt to use its arsenal to trigger a nuclear war. That's the plan here. This is why we're, you know, it was like, basically it was like God's eye to the EMP device to now the submarine and then 
to you know nuclear warfare, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, though, 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 they are once again intercepted by the team who are able to uh, shut down the sub's nuclear weapons and then drive out toward the Seagate. That's where we get them on the ice. That would prevent the sub from leaving into open waters while being pursued <laughs> by the uh, Separatists. Okay, so lots, lots, lots here. Uh, where did you want to start with this one, Trey, of, uh, of us in Russia with this whole plan with the submarine? Great line from Hobbes. I think he's talking to, it uh, must be little nobody. He's like, you know, stop following all these rules. Saddle up, be a man, and save the goddamn world. <laughs> yeah, let's go, bud. Yeah. I also like uh, that Mr. Nobody keeps calling Hobbes Luke. <laughs> he calls him yeah. Luke every time. I think it's funny. Um, but, you know, I like the fact that they set this up. Rather than in Fast uh, 6 where you're like, all right, we got to go take this plane down. That's all they say. You know, they got to yeah, take the yeah. plane down and it ends up being an 18-mile runway. This one, they're getting you ready for it. They're like, it's 10 miles away. We're going to be driving on this for 10 miles. So buckle up because things yeah. are going to get exciting here. Uh, I also like um, once Dom takes down the gates with the EMP and Cypher takes control, because you're not really totally sure what's happening here still. So you have Ramsey literally say, in layman's terms, she just carjacked a submarine. Yeah. Thank you for the <laughs> Thank exposition. You. Thanks, uh, yep. Great moment with Letty uppercuts a guy in the nuts, pushes him into a spinning propeller. Hobbs comes over. Ooh, nasty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we get some more carpooning. Uh, you know, a great line from Roman where he shoots a bunch of snowmobilers. Yeah, uh, there's snowmobilers out there. They've got all kinds of uh, vehicles chasing from Cypher's team. Number 11, my ass. Yeah, and then uh, eventually yeah. we get the flying rocket men up on the plane, but sticking down on, like, on the, on the ice, I think it looks cool. It looks amazing for sure. And, I mean, there's also the, the comedy of why in the world Roman would bring a Lamborghini. Yeah, to Russia, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. to yeah. Uh, to the taiga in Russia to be doing this, but uh, it ended up being funny. I think some of the visuals are so good. This is like I, if you're talking unbelievable stunts, like somehow destroying a submarine that's underwater. I think probably takes the number one. I don't know if it's more unrealistic than jumping from skyscraper to skyscraper to skyscraper, but. I don't know. There are parts of it that definitely work for me and parts of it where I'm like, okay, so we're just going to keep turning on and off the propeller, having this hack off between Cypher and Ramsey. <laughs> oh, I was I like, the hack off. okay, it's like, yeah, we got to, you know, like you're saying, Skeets, Ramsey doesn't have much to do in this movie. No. She's mm. just riding shotgun with Tej for the majority of it. Like, give her her own car or something <laughs> like that. Giselle got to drive her own car. Mia did. Letty obviously does. She's probably the number two driver at this point. Why can't Ramsey drive a car? I think they should have given her some keys, uh, but they finally give her something to do, and it's like, turn it on. No, no, she turned it off. Okay, I got to turn it back on. Whoa, whoa, she turned it off. Okay, turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. So yeah, a lot of backs and forth, but I don't know. There's enough cool parts that I'm like, this is working for me. Yeah, for some reason, this like little hack off between Cypher and Ramsey reminded me of uh, the scene in The Social Network where they're like... Uh, they're having like a in the dorm like a a coding battle or something right. like that. Sure. That's all I was reminded of. I'm like, oh, dude, they should be doing shots while they do this, uh, getting <laughs> drunk while they're trying to like you know hack each other's hack here. Uh, yeah, JD, what'd you think of this entire Russian thing? There's a lot going on here, uh, including the Rock. Um, I guess just like pushing a bomb away, a missile 
on the that, ice. The torpedo, yeah. The torpedo, yeah, just steering it in another direction. Yeah, just get out, get out of your car that you're driving, you know, <laughs> and slide on the ice and just, just gently yeah, redirect just... it towards your enemy's car. Yeah, smooth. I mean, sure, why not? You know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, there it had a sub in it. I love subs. Shout out to Crimson Tide. Shout out to Hunt for Red October. You know, like if there's a sub in a movie, I'm gonna enjoy it. Um, but yeah, the hacking stuff back and forth is so tedious. But it at least the, it was they were fast about it. And how come hackers never use a mouse? That? <laughs> it slows them down. I guess it's all take their typing. Hands off the keyboard. It's just typing code, right? Like, yeah. But what are you typing? And the how are you in so easily? But who cares? <laughs> you know, it's just like turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, turn it off. Like, you guys went over it. Um, yeah, and also the sub is huge. And why don't you just drive away from the sub? You know what I mean? Like the sub. Yeah, like it, it, it's not going to turn. You're in a Lamborghini. You go that way, oh, right? yes. or a tank. That's a but great the, point. but Flank you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or or but whatever. Well, you, you're saying when they're being chased by that sub, like they're being, breaking yeah. the ice behind them, like yeah. Why don't you guys just go, go to the left or right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, again, it was uh, the the visuals are spectacular, and uh, it was fun, and I I liked Roman. Uh, when he was shot those uh, the snowmobilers, and it's just really cool to see the snowmobiles and the bodies of the guys just just slide past him. Basically, yeah, yeah. it's just like that's a cool visual. Um, and uh, I thought he had a good line. And you know what? Shout out to Roman because uh, I read a an upsetting uh, article in the in the Washington Post where we we knew we heard about Vin Diesel has this uh, this thing where he can't lose a fight. Well. It turns out that Statham has a similar clause in his contract, and so does The Rock. My God. So I was so disappointed when I read that. And then, but Roman, he just continually gets dunked on. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's got the, he's, he is the most comfortable with himself, uh, Tyrese, because he's able to be dunked on and and continually have his ass handed to him in these uh, movies. And uh, so, shout out to you, Tyrese. And uh, I appreciate that you're not you're not afraid to look like a fool on camera for our entertainment. Right. Uh, so get it together, uh, the rest of you three. I don't. I got to know where they're going to go from here. They all have to be, you know, uh, friends, right? Because they're not going to. They don't want to submit to each other. other. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So. Um, so shout out to Tyrese. I, I, mad respect for him. I thought this was his best movie, his character, of course, Roman, since uh, the you know the dreadful Too Fast, Too Furious, right. which we thought we said we <laughs> said he was, he was great. He yeah. was a star in that yeah. horrible movie, but you know a lot of the lines they had given him over the last couple of movies were cringe, cringe, cringe. You yeah. know, I know he's supposed to be the humor in these scenes a lot of the time, and he continued to be in this one. But I actually thought there were some funny payoffs, and you know you're right, he got a little badass moment here out on the ice um, after picking the Lamborghini, which was stupid. One thing I'll say, like, overall, especially as these last couple of movies have gone on, and this one, it went to the extreme. This cast, this crew, I mean, of the Fast and the Furious, man, think about what they're doing, who they're trying to save, the world a lot of the times, each other from death, babies, family. (laughs) And they're just cracking jokes 24-7 in the cars to each other. That's all they're doing. 
Yeah. Like no one's that concerned. Everybody is just keeping it light and just talking on the <laughs> talking on the comms back and forth, making fun of each other when like there's some really heavy shit going on here. And it's a it, like I get it, like it's just because it's the movie, like cool action scenes and then some humor. But it's like, shouldn't you guys be like a little more locked in here? Uh, that they are always in this one specifically. They're always making jokes anytime they're in a car talking to each other. But yeah, a hundred percent. My favorite of this is uh, when I think it's Hobbs and Roman are in the car, and you know Roman is getting upset as he usually does, and Hobbs responds to him, "Why are you always yelling?" <laughs> <laughs> well, Hobbs, it's because you're going 150 miles on the ice, and there's a submarine right behind you chasing you down. In this scenario, I'm with you. You kind of got to be a little bit loud. Yeah, exactly. And in that particular scene, the rocks plan is for to get hit by a missile like that's his plan guys get in front of me i'll take the hit and tyrese is like what you tyrese roman you should be yelling you should be shitting your pants also he must have her hypothermia because he just came oh, out from the ice it's right? cold in right. here <laughs> it's so cold <laughs> and then he says later on in the movie, we're jumping to the end, but like I was thinking that the whole time too. I was like, how is this guy not suffering from hypothermia? <laughs> yeah. To the point where he ends up taking a selfie right. out on the water <laughs> before he then finally says, let's get out of here, it's cold. Yeah. 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 Um, maybe they have like, uh, what What do you call those? Like the, the seats that warm up uh, mm, in one of those heating vehicles. Seats. Yeah, heating seats, I guess. Yeah. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Wouldn't you love to travel without the actual, you know, traveling part? For example, I want to go to Lisbon, let's say. I just snap my fingers, I'm there. No driving to the airport, no flight delays, no fools at security who still don't know that, yes, you need to take your laptop out of your bag and place it in the tray. Oh my God, how long have we been doing this? Travel without traveling. I want it both ways, but that's not possible. It is with Mack Weldon, though. Guys tend to think looking sharp means starchy Oxfords and stiff chinos rather than effortless comfort. But this is possible to have it both ways. Mack Weldon makes timeless apparel with modern performance fabrics for guys who want to look and feel sharp without sacrificing comfort. From their light-as-air underwear to innovative anti-odor tees and versatile yet comfortable pants... Mack Weldon has a full range of clothes that never go out of style. I've got it all. I got the air knit underwear. I got the Ace Collection sweatpants. I've got the silver peak polo. Everything fits perfectly. 
All I get is compliments. Mack Weldon has figured this stuff out. Because performance fabric usually means clothes that look or feel sort of techy or shiny. Mack Weldon clothes are designed to fit your style and the demands of a busy life. They look like regular clothes, which is good. I want regular clothes, but feel like the latest in modern comfort. They're the go-to choice for guys who want to look great without even trying. Get timeless looks with modern comfort from Mack Weldon. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your first order with the promo code NODUNKS. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, promo code NODUNKS. Uh, so, okay, so meanwhile, all of this going on in Russia, on the ice, with the sub, all of this stuff, the hacking, the breaking through things, fleeing from the separatists and all that. Meanwhile, Deckard, who faked his death with the help of his mom, teams up with Owen, and they infiltrate Cypher's plane to rescue Dom's son while Owen takes control of the plane. So, once Deckard reports that the child is safe, he lets Dom know... Then Dom out there, because Dom is not in this scene, of course, uh, with everybody uh, out on the ice. At first, Dom turns on Cypher, kills Rhodes, kills Tormund there, avenging uh, Nevis' death before rejoining his team. Um, Deckard, baby, plane scene. Trey, my favorite scene in the movie by a, a mile. Oh. Uh, everybody's nodding oh, away yeah. here. Everybody's in agreement. This scene is awesome. Anytime they went back to it. I will say, JD, I want to get your take on this. The only thing that could have made it better would have been to be playing the Elvin and the Chipmunks music while he's kicking ass. Yeah, I don't like, know. They do why that they in like uh that. like superhero movies all the time. Totally. Now, and I love it every single time. And why didn't they do that? It's been a great I don't know. Is it because is that song a Christmas song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe it was because it's a Christmas song that they decided not to, but I guess. blown opportunity in my mind, like yeah. absolutely should have been that. Yeah. But or maybe it was because they were cutting back and forth. I right? think that might be the reason. That must yeah. be it. But it uh, would have been a little more jarring. But it would have been great. I, I think they still could have made that work, cutting oh, back totally. to, the, to the funny scene. Because like yep. it's like again we see. Like Deadpool has done it. Oh yeah, many, many, many other ones have done it. Guardians and Galaxy, I think, have done it. Uh, I and they're not—they're not shy about using tropes like no. that have been used a hundred times before. So, yeah, yeah, you're you're spot on. And I agree. The best scene, I think, it's the best scene in the series that I've seen so far in eight movies. And uh, Statham, I think he's the only one that could pull it off. You know, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. In this cast, anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I loved it. After Trey, after watching that scene, I was like, this movie can do no wrong now. I, wow, like, wow, you got wow. me. You got yeah. me. And it came near the end, which was nice. They usually yeah. put these really cool scenes sort of earlier in the movie, but this one they <laughs> saved to the end. Trey, you loved it too. Oh, yeah. This is no doubt the best scene in the movie. And I love that it comes right at the end. You know, we first kind of get the tip off, like there's these random flying rocket men. I sat up on the edge of my seat. Interesting. Who are these fellows? <laughs> yeah. Deckard and Owen. And we get a line about you and planes don't have a good history. Deckard yep. says to Owen, no shit. <laughs> says Owen. Uh, I love it. I think um, you're exactly right on all fronts here, JD. Statham pulls this off perfectly because he's got like, you know, a cool fighting style. Uh, they've got the incredible scenes where like, he slides the baby out of the way, yeah. goes and does moves, then comes back to the baby. And every time he like comes back, 
he's got a playful face. Like Jason yeah. Statham, yeah. I actually think is charming in those little 20 second scenes where he's, you know, talking to Marco's future Brian and kind of trying to calm him down. And, you know, it's going to get loud in here. He puts on his little earmuffs. I think that's all. Uh, it's a, just a great juxtaposition of cute and savage all at the same time. And yep. it totally works for me. I'm going to start telling people that Fast 8 is my favorite Christmas movie. People tell you <laughs> Die Hard. Right? Like, people tell you Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Well, it is a this, Christmas movie. Okay, this has a Christmas song playing throughout the climax of the movie. Uh, okay. quiet, quietly, but yes. Yep. Quietly, yeah. And then it's also filmed out in a snowy location. Sure, sure. Out there on the ice above the submarine. I'm watching it in December to see if this holds up <laughs> you know, as a Christmas movie. And then that's going to be like, oh, you think Die Hard is? Well, I think Fate of the Furious is. <laughs> that's a great take. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's so good um, that, uh, you know, I, it, Statham almost steals the movie uh, yeah. here. And I also think it's very weird. Uh, we'll get into this a little bit later. But apparently, you know, at this point in time, uh, Vin and The Rock are not getting along. So they share no scenes together in this movie. Like, they're not in a scene together. They didn't act together. That's how mad they were at each other. Holy crap. And it basically comes down to The Rock being like, Vin, you're being unprofessional here. And I don't know. I don't know exactly what went down. But it's very strange that they don't interact with each other. Like, these are the two biggest stars in the movie. And they're not really interacting with each other, which leaves... You know, Statham has to be playing off somebody. He plays off The Rock quite a bit in this one, and he plays off a baby here, and it's just incredible. That's why I, guess, I had to bring him back. Yeah. Is The Rock not in the final scene? Yeah, but I don't think they ever talk on, to each other. No, like, they're They're, they're all there on the yeah. uh, New York City uh, rooftop or wherever the heck yeah. they are. Yeah. Interesting. I, I remember, right. I remember there was a, a beef, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, uh, huh, that's... Now i got to go back and watch it and... And see that they're never together. Well, well, they're sort of together when Dom runs them off the road, I guess, too. But yeah, there's, yeah. No, there's no talking to each other, really. Right. <laughs> uh, which is wild. I had no thought of that. So, and what is the reason? Or do you want to save that till a little bit later, TK? Like this, yeah, this, let's this, say. Uh, okay, just save it a little bit. Okay, because okay, right. let's uh, finish this movie. We're actually getting pretty close here to the end. So, um, infuriated, Cypher is. That uh, you know, Dom is turned, and and this is not going well here. She fires an infrared uh, homing missile at Dom, but he breaks away from his team. He maneuvers around. He sort of goes up a mountain, basically, with his car, and then he circles back and takes it over the sub, which is like half in the water, half out. Boom! Missile into the sub causes a massive explosion though dom for being a great driver doesn't like doesn't line this one up perfectly like clips the the what would you even call it the the fin, fin i guess oh, of yeah. the sub yeah the top part there he clips it otherwise he would have been cool he would have just been able to drive right over it but he like sort of spins destroys his charger and then the the team like like guardians of the galaxy actually like a bunch yeah. of brutes here uh they form a, 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 vehicu- a vehicular blockade <laughs> Duh. around Dom. A firewall. If a firewall, you yeah. Oh, shout out to Ramsey. Um, this is Norton. Uh, <laughs> shielding him from this ensuing explosion, which I guess just takes a while to kick off. They got time to drive over there and set up their cars. Uh, and that prevents the fire, this, this fireball explosion 
from <laughs> hitting Dom. Though why doesn't it blow up their cars? I'm not sure. Nah. Anyway, nah. submarine destroyed. They've saved him. He saved the world. Everybody's happy. Uh, and then yeah, well, okay. We got one more scene after this, really one or two. But th- th- this this firewall, as you called it, JD. I know this sounds like this entire movie. You've just been. Kicking back, sitting next to Rachel, feet up, not a care in the world, just entertain me. So I guess this didn't upset you as this one really, I was rolling my eyes a lot at this. Oh, totally. Again, it's back to the, everything has to be done in a car. It all has to be cars. Like, I understand, but we're, you know, we're eight movies in. We could, like, I don't know. We didn't need this part. We didn't need I really it. don't. I would have been totally fine with him successfully, like, ramping up over the submarine. Boom, missile hits it. He drives, does a cool spin, says, Bob's your uncle. And everyone's like, awesome. Like, yeah, but you're they back, have baby. To, like, why did they have to, they, why did the they have to family, save him? The, I, the family has to come together. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't turn your back on family, even though he definitely turned his back on them. <laughs> But that, but you know, and that's a, that's he thanks them at the the next scene. He's like, "Hey, thanks for not turning your back on me." And mm. the unfortunate thing is that we have to do it in cars. Like, <laughs> just, that's the that's the frustrating thing. But uh, you know, I would it would have been better if one of them or all of them were happened to be in fire retardant. Uh, uh, suits, right? Yeah, and then something. they all sort of run around him and and give him a group a group hug. I would have been way better with that. <laughs> I'm not sure I would have been better with that. <laughs> all I could think was, man, good thing Dom wore a jacket here because <laughs> usually he's going arms out. It would be A, freezing, and B, you're getting singed by that oh, gigantic totally. fireball. But he had his leathers on protecting himself. <laughs> so that was smart. It did. Uh, yeah, it's I, I could have done without the shielding part for yeah. sure, but they do it. And we go back to the plane here because Deckard reaches, the uh, I guess, the front of the plane or he gets to Cypher. He confronts her. And she says, peace out. <laughs> Bye. I've got Bye. a parachute. You don't. And she, you know, hacks a little code there. Boom. Door opens. She jumps out. And Shaw's basically got a, well, he can't chase her. He doesn't have a parachute. And also, uh, there is a baby there. He's got a baby. Uh, so yeah. he's forced to save Dom's son from being sucked out of the plane. And yeah, you know, it's, it's fine. Um, I loved, again, back to this whole Deckard with the baby scene. They had little headphones on him. Hilarious. Uh, and like Trey said, like, I loved when they went back to him after killing guys and just taking guys down left and right. Like, they would do, like, the f- from the perspective of the baby, like, like as if, like, you're looking out uh, yeah. as yeah. Marcos and you're seeing Jason, like, trying to cool you and stuff like that. And the baby, star of this film, so too. Good. Good baby. So good. baby's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> They, they got some great scenes out of this baby. Some great reactions. Um, doesn't the baby wave at one point? Was that yeah. fake? I couldn't tell if that was fake. A little fake arm that went up there. But anyway, they got it. So to end the movie, Mr. Nobody and... Uh, Hold and on. Who Eric. lands oh. the plane? Oh. The pilot. Yeah. I think he's that still was a, That was a weird part because the other Shaw was in the cockpit and then holds a gun to the pilot. Oh, yeah. Land the plane. It's like, okay, you don't yeah. have to hold a gun. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Like, Owen, Owen didn't do. do a whole lot. Real. I mean, he helped him get on there and yeah. kill some guys at the beginning. But then, yeah, he's just up in the cockpit. He's still recovering. 
That's true. Yes. No. Good point. Take it easy. I need to ask my brother about this because no matter what in movies, like why are those pilots wearing the pilot the traditional pilot outfit you know what i mean it's like you're you're working for an international cyber terrorist like you just wear a hoodie or something like, you don't <laughs> i mean i i admire the professionalism yeah, i guess yeah. but uh you know i i you know just jeans and a t-shirt or something maybe, maybe you legally have to wear that to fly That's a plane possible. no matter That's if possible. you're working for a cyber terrorist uh okay so mr nobody uh and and eric there they visit dom and his team in nyc to report that the cypher is still at large duh we started jumping out of the plane with parachute we know she's going to be around at some point in this franchise hobbs has his record cleared he's offered his dss job back but he declines in order to spend more time with his family uh especially his daughter decker delivers dom his son um, I thought this part was a little strange. The timing. He hasn't seen the baby yet? Like, I I guess they've been flying in this plane and they've yeah. gotten back from Russia. And <laughs> it's like, couldn't... You, you would have thought they would have already had the baby in Dom's hands. But right. th- there he is to deliver the son. You know, puts his differences aside with Dom and Hobbs. And then Dom names his son Brian. So it's Brian Marcos... Toretto? I yeah. guess. Yes. Nevis yeah. Toretto? Nevis Toretto? <laughs> Ryan Marcos Nevis Toretto? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Uh, and they celebrate there uh, on the rooftop. And yeah, and we, and we get a little bit of like, ooh, the necklace had the tracker. Uh, this is where we're, uh, this is uh, revealed to us. Mm-hmm. Again, that blinking light that nobody picked up on. <laughs> and of course, the necklace has the star. And there it is. And that, and that is really, that is really the movie. The fate of the Furious. Everybody's happy and We'll be setting up for the next one, but um, <laughs> anything to add before we get to the fast and the furious parts of the podcast, JD? I again, I was riding a high from the baby scene, so all was Ooh. forgiven from oh. that point out. Um, I did read that there was, and I was waiting for a cutscene. Actually, I, I and Jackson was like, "Fast forward it, fast forward," and I'm like, "No." I like I like it to happen naturally. <laughs> I like to imagine. Uh, so you're the saying theater. you were looking for a mid or post credit scene? Yeah, yeah and wow. it didn't happen. But then I read that there was a, a tease of Hobbs and Shaw that Vin Diesel insisted they oh called God. the movie back. Trey, is this correct? Am I right in this? I think so. Yeah. I so think they that... already distributed the movies, the the film, the actual film stock to the theaters. And Vin Diesel was like, uh-uh, I don't think so, and pulled back, pulled them all back to remove oh the cutscene that was teasing Hobbs and Shaw. And I was just, Vin, what, what are you doing, man? What him? are you doing? I want to like you, Vin Diesel. I want to. But you keep giving me these reasons <laughs> to be like, come on, man. Anyways, I thought that was interesting. Okay, yeah, so, he's yeah. being a bit of a controlling father to his family here. Is what, <laughs> basically, what it comes down to. I was uh, like, why did Deckard give Dom's son a British boxing glove? That was a weird thing to me. Like, it's always been about cars and bringing gifts of you know cars. And I know at one point Dom says uh, to Shaw, "Only American muscle for my yeah. son." Right. And you're thinking he's gonna pull out. I guess, uh, like, Deckard is driving a Jaguar earlier, but maybe that just doesn't read necessarily as a British car or something. Right, so they're like, yeah. well, we got to put something with the Union Jack on there. And it's a boxing glove because, I mean, yeah. he, he is so, good at fighting. Yeah. Uh, but 
We're talking cars here, buddy. Well, yeah, and also their their like continuing joke is is this a street fight or not? Uh, you're not, wear, yeah. you're not wearing boxing gloves in a street fight. Good point. Yeah, sure. but I think yeah maybe that's where they're trying to like uh, jam that in there too. Oh, I will I say. Another set of goosebumps when Dom names his son Brian. Yeah. I'm a total yeah. simp for this guy. Yeah, and then Dom nice. says Grace for the first time ever, which is great because I think at the end they're like, you know what? We've had a lot of people praying at the end of these movies, but it's never been you, Vin. Take a turn. <laughs> you Finally. are Jesus after yep. all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that baby uh, brought a lot out of Vin Diesel is acting too. I think it was always like... Uh, he like gave that baby a little kiss yeah. on the head at one point and it was like, oh, he's like... Uh, this has made him warmer. He's he's dropped like the macho, you know, act a little bit, or he's toned yeah. it down a tiny bit here mm-hmm. with the with this baby. I, I hope this I hope this little Brian sticks around. I'd like to see him <laughs> in a little tank top. I will say that again, but uh, that's okay. Okay, yeah. So then we uh, we just get a little zoom out into the uh, New York City skyline. So they live in New York now too. Yeah, yeah. Turn I their guess. back on California. Weird. Well, his house got blown up. Oh yeah, good well, point. So, yeah. Where to go? Well, they had a, they have money because unless they're renting this place, that was a very Ooh. big rooftop in. Uh, great patio. Appeared to be a great spot in New York City. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the movie. That's the fate of the furious. Let's do the fast. Our favorite scenes, cars, or quotes. Uh, Trey, let's start with you. What do you got uh, at the top of your uh, list here? Uh, the top two scenes for me are both of the Shaw fight scenes, basically breaking out of jail with Hobbs early on and saving the baby. I think just every part of those is yep. playing to the strengths, particularly of Jason Statham, you know, and The Rock, uh, at least in that first one. You know, that's what these guys should be doing is kicking ass and making jokes. And that's all that is, is like fight, 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 get off a one liner, fight, 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 get off a one liner. And then later on. When it's just Shaw and the baby, you know, similar sort of stuff. Only now it's in a, an even more enclosed space. I love when they put a fight in somewhere small where you got to be using uh, your surroundings to kind of uh, get around and, uh, you know, enhance your attacks. And I think both of them are choreographed great. Uh, I think they both play really well in the movie. And, you know, they're both like high tension scenes where you know that our heroes are going to be getting out. But at least they're in some serious adverse situations completely outnumbered we've already seen shaw be able to go through an entire hospital of guards so you're not totally worried about it but the way he's able to pull it off i think uh are really great and you're like after seeing this movie you're like no wonder they're gonna be spinning off this character he just came in he had 17 lines in (laughs) the seventh movie we got to get more out of jason statham and they really really do in this one yeah and it's like they figured out i mean it's sad but true but like dom needs his car to mm-hmm. do cool things. These yeah. guys don't. <laughs> no. Exactly. You know, Hobbs and Shaw, we do not need to have them in vehicles. In fact, it's a, to their detriment. We should have them just, you know, kicking ass and going through big walls like they're the Kool-Aid man and stuff like that. So, yeah, no brainer why they want to do a movie with these guys, a spinoff. And, like, this whole dynamic in real life between Vin, what, sounding to be jealous, mm-hmm. really, of... of uh, their success or fame or whatever you want to call it. It's so strange, but yeah. uh, weird, weird. Okay, so what do you have, JD, uh, as your your fast part of this podcast? I had the exact same scenes, yeah. the, the yeah. baby fight. I loved the jetpacks. As soon as you see those jetpacks, you're just like, whoa! Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and I am so sick of cars now. Like, you know, a little peek <laughs> behind the curtain. I've watched I've watched these are the only movies I've watched. I've watched eight eight Fast and Furious movies straight, 
And that's it. I haven't watched anything else. Oh, like the, no I, sli- other I slipped in a, a Suicide Squad, actually. The oh, new one. I, yeah. I see that's on I'd my list. I recommend it, too. It's okay. Nice. All yeah. right. Great. I can't wait. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it would, uh, Trey summed it up perfectly. The uh, Jason Statham ran away with this movie, I think, mm. especially after the baby fight, but certainly the jail fight with The Rock and Statham. It was just incredible and, and just a, a delight to see. Yeah. It just makes you want to fire up the transporter. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen the transporter. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess I, I think got you would to. enjoy it if you're a fan of Jason Statham, for sure. Yeah. Um, one quote, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I was like, ugh. It was like perplexing. Somebody says when they're talking about Eric, this little nobody, the sidekick to Mr. Nobody, mm-hmm. someone says, he's still green. And then I think it's Roman that says, yeah, like fresh baby shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? what a weird line oh, so many green. weird lines in this <laughs> what, do you have any others JD? Like, well that was part of what I hated about the oh, movie okay, okay. Just, well, we can uh, save it. well I'll, I'll get into it now because we're talking yeah. about it but uh, just again I implore I implore you please hire a comedian or somebody just punch up the dialogue because it's just some of them are good. Uh, Detroit, you mentioned a couple back uh, uh, earlier, but, um, you know, like at one point, uh, uh, Tormund says something like, uh, says to Vin Diesel, move. And he said, uh, what did you say? And then uh, Vin says, if I say it again, it'll be to a corpse. <laughs> right? Cringe. When the rock arrives at the, at the, at the, uh, the prison, Hobbs, this is what Hobbs, or sorry, this is what Shaw says. Well, 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 <laughs> Luke Hobbs behind bars. Would you look at that? <laughs> what? Well, well, well. That's like first draft bullshit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rock, Rock says to Jason Statham, what are you going to do? Apply for a job? Head asshole? <laughs> what? <laughs> Again, Hobbs retorts. I think that I th- I think that tight T-shirt is cutting it's off shot, the circulation yeah. to your brain. You should get a bigger size. Who is writing that? Who is writing it? You, yeah. you know what I mean. At one point, uh, <laughs> uh, the Rock says to Jason Statham, or uh, to to the to the group while while uh, uh, Shaw is trying to hack something. Uh, I think I should. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to slap that whisker biscuit right off his face. I like I, I pause the movie. I'm like whisker biscuit. I googled it. That's it. It's a thing. It's a, it an is? actual. Yes, wow. it's a. It's an archery thing. It's like a circle, circle with whiskers in it, and it's to hold the arrow steady. But it's whiskers, so it can allow the feathers to go through. Okay. What, what what are you talking about? What, what, his whiskers on his face? Also, Urban Dictionary, vagina. Again, oh, doesn't, it just, uh, it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's not the, a the, thing. The writing, but, these lines, yeah. Yeah, but then they're said with such gusto that people are like, yeah, good burn, but not really, actually, if you actually read them or look at them. 
don't put the closed captions on for these movies because mm. uh, then you just see how lame the dialogue can be. But mm, uh, maybe that's it. Maybe that's a tip. Yeah. We're a little far in now to give us that tip. <laughs> and then there's yeah. a lot of whispering too, and uh, sometimes it helps to have those on. Uh, any any other while we're on the quotes part, Trey? That you want? Uh, to say my about? favorite quote is when Mister Nobody is getting the team together to t- to chase down Dom, and he brings in Shaw to help the fast team, and Hobbs says. Will someone tell me why you put me in a room with this tea and crumpets eating criminal some bitch? What an incredible delivery on this one. The yeah. some bitch was wild. <laughs> this tea and crumpets eating criminal some bitch. <laughs> I rewound that like oh, 10 times when I was watching it <laughs> just to keep hearing this delivery. I actually, this one I watched on, where the hell was I watching this? Oh, I think I was streaming it through like direct stream or whatever the heck it's called now. I had to watch this with ads. Mm. Four Ooh. ads popped up during the movie. It was really strange. Yeah. yeah. It gave me time to look at my notes, uh, see what I maybe missed. Are they like car thing. ads at least? No, I don't know. No, they just, whatever. Whatever they Whatever. were just selling Swap, me toothpaste and stuff. Kobe. Yep, exactly. Uh, okay, so the furious part. Because um, just to, to say, my favorite scene is by a mile. Like I said, the uh, um, Shaw part on the airplane where he's got the baby. It's very very funny and it's incredible looking. And more and more and more of that. In fact, saved the movie. I'll say to me, uh, the furious dumbest scene. Other things you hated, or even random observations. Trey, you go first on this one. I did not like the cipher and Dom kiss completely thrown in and that to me was like the only reason this scene exists is so that we can tease this scene in a trailer you're like oh wait dom has yeah a a new love interest you know and it didn't Mm. make any it had zero impact on the story except for dom at one point asks like hey why'd you do that (laughs) not really any follow-up on anything from there and it never goes anywhere because there's like there's zero chemistry uh, between Cypher and Dom, and like that's not Cypher's character at all. Like no. using her, yeah, you know, using her her flirtatious ways or anything like that. She's serious. Um, I also I hate the hack off. The hack off was brutal to me when they're like, "Oh, we turned on the propeller. No, we turned it off. No, we turned it on. No, we turned yeah. it off." I did not uh, like that at all. Those were the two biggest problems for me. Yeah, and then within that too, we get the. Uh, I think it's. Tej, the one guy that knows about this stuff, he's conveniently locked outside of the room where it's Roman and I, I believe it's Eric, right? Are like trying to find this thing mm-hmm. that they need to pull, right? To like sort of. Yeah, uh, like a chip, some sort yeah. of chip on the thing. It's like, right. okay, yeah, we're like, and they're like, <laughs> they both pull one at the same time. And that sets off something else and blah, ha, ha. Um, all right, I'm with you on those. Uh, JD, do you agree or you got something else to add? I, I do agree. And I guess they didn't get the memo that, or maybe they, this is before they started. Uh, a lot of movies will will shoot stuff and then put it in the trailer, but then it doesn't end up in the movie. And I guess they didn't uh, realize they could do that because, yeah, the kiss was completely unnecessary and never pays off. Um, I, I, the dialogue, again, I I wish they would punch, punch it up. I hated this scene where... Yeah, you know, this is one of many things, but it's uh, when Roman was trying to sound out Russian. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, that's the part where he's in that room. Right. And and it's just like, uh, okay. Um, Little Nobody was completely a useless character. I don't know why they added him other than maybe 
as a replacement for Paul Walker? Is that possible? Totally. Uh, yeah. yeah. I thought he was totally the Brian replacement because most of his interactions, I feel like, are with Roman. And I actually feel like they have decent chemistry. Roman and Little Nobody, you know, kind of cracking on each yeah. other back and forth. And you also notice, like, when they actually let Little Nobody drive, he's driving, like, Brian-style cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, Good he's point. driving, like, I don't know, a Toyota or whatever. Apparently, uh, Scott Eastwood, the actor, and Roman... Tyrese and Brian Paul Walker are all we're all like really close friends in oh, real life. So yeah, I think he's totally uh, the Brian uh, replacement. And that okay. is Clint Eastwood's son too, yeah. right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Learning. Learning. I, I, I never even thought of like the Brian replacement part. That makes so much sense. I actually just thought, and it goes hand in hand now that I think about it, but like it's there, like Roman's been the punching bag for so long in this series. And he was at times too, but like that sort of got passed a little bit to the new guy, mm-hmm. uh, like this, right. this this guy, the protege, the screen guy, and like they were all. Everybody was dunking on him, totally, including Roman a lot of the time. Yeah, so. shit is definitely rolling downhill. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> sure. Hate to be the new guy in these uh, in these <laughs> things, man. And also, Tough. they they need to find a, they need to find something more for Ramsey to do. Yeah, uh, or she shouldn't be there. Like one of the well, other. I think she's there to replace uh, Gal Gadot, who was like a badass super soldier type. Uh, you know, why mm. not have her do that stuff? We already have a tech guy. Yeah, in, uh, yeah, in Ludicus, so. Yeah. And I I hate the I hate that they're always hitting on her. I get that she's hot and and all that, but uh, you know, in this in 2021 workplace, uh, you know, uh, it's not it's inappropriate in my mm. opinion. And you know, I get that they're criminals and stuff or they're outlaws, but still, uh, I, I just don't like that dynamic. And that's you know, just give her something. Well, they come cool back to, to it at the end of the movie too, right? And she sort of like says. What does she say at the she end? Says, I yeah, like I think I like both of you. Or something. I like both of you, but can you tell me your last name? Oh, and that, that to me falls yeah, completely yeah. flat. Have they ever even said Ramsey's last name? Like, is Ramsey even her real, her real name? name? Yeah. Right. I thought yeah. it was a hacker name. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me my real name. <laughs> that would have been a great comeback. Like, I don't know. They haven't given her anything to do. And I also feel like you mentioned it earlier, Skeets. Nevis has really had a shitty fast oh run here. Oh, God. She Man. was the only incorruptible cop in all of Rio, of course. Two months into taking the job, she goes on the run with a criminal. <laughs> She's with him for one week, gets pregnant. Dom finds out his wife is still alive but has amnesia. And Nevis gets left instantly. They don't even talk about it. Offers her to stay. She says no, even though at that time, pregnant with Dom's baby, could have said something there. She goes back to the cops, her alleged family, who she just left rather than the actual family she was with. She gets a new job and then she gets kidnapped and murdered in front of her son. Like, they do absolutely nothing for her. Anytime they bring her back, you're like, "Uh uh-oh, something something (laughs) bad is going down for Nevis here. Trey, I almost forgot. We did get a cameo. From two of our favorites in the Fast and the Franchise. When did it happen again? Uh, uh, they were... The flashback, right? Yeah, yeah, they saved Deckard. Like, they pick up Deckard in uh, who the is ambulance. Again? Leo and Santos. That's it, that's it, yes. Yeah, and they've got Helen Mirren back, uh, you know, Shaw's mom in the back of the ambulance. And we get, I don't know if you want to call it a Pulp Fiction scene or a crank starring Jason Statham scene, but that's exactly what it is. When he gets the adrenaline to the heart, you see oh, his yeah. eyes open up and he pops right back up. Like, that's how the movie cranks or a crank. I think they maybe even made two of them. That's basically how they start. Like they hook him up to a battery and he's like 
jump-started back to life, and it is exactly like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so is the conceit that he's dead, clinically dead, and she brings him back to life? And if so, how? Like, was he actually shot by Dom? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he shoots him twice. bullets, yeah. Yeah, maybe, I guess. But his heart, he needed to be resuscitated yeah. by adrenaline, I guess. That part of it, see, I, you can't... No, think. I know. You I just know. can't think about it because it'll drive you mad. Absolutely mad. Like uh when uh when uh what's her face Cypher is telling it is saying, Hey, I'm gonna th- th- these are my plans. This is what I'm doing. And uh and then finally it's like I'm gonna steal a nuclear football, then I'm gonna get a submarine and she's telling this to Dom and uh then he, she he's like what so you're gonna you want to start a war you're doing all this to start a war and she's like no 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 I want to I want a ca- accountability and this is the look he makes <laughs> it's just like what what are you talking about like accountability for he's what like, hold on hold on I think Marcos just shit his pants <laughs> well, who's gonna clean that up yeah that was my face too when she said she wanted accountability yeah. oh totally yeah. That, and she yeah. also, I feel like in that same uh, monologue she's giving to Dom, she says something along the lines of, like, family is a bi- biological lie? It's like, yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Literally, what are you saying? Is that why you're whispering? Because you have, n- like, anything that was coming out of her mouth that was like, you're just trying to use a lot of big words here uh, to make her so- sound like the sophisticated... Um, next level criminal uh and anytime i was just like left with vin diesel face like huh (laughs) excuse me is she american and i know charlize theron is south african yeah is she american in this movie it's a good question we don't know Uh, i I don't don't think we've ever told i know (laughs) i felt like she was i don't didn't there was no other reason to think she wasn't well she's so wrapped up in trying to be a mystery that she's forgotten who she is Mm, you know (laughs) dom can tell that because she has her hair dyed (laughs) blonde and she's wearing contacts (laughs) right (laughs) she kind she kind of reminded me of the uh, i kept thinking of the borg queen i know this is the wrong crowd but if you ever saw that star trek movie where you actually meet the queen of the borgs she kind of reminded me of that oh. similar look similar way similar whispery mm-hmm. sort of calm you know scientific yep. approach to everything but uh there are some people in the youtube comments that'll that'll get the reference probably Queen of the borgs i <laughs> yeah. know my buddy uh dub and steesh will be loving that <laughs> reference um all right well let's uh let's rank this bad boy let's see where it falls on your uh, fast and furious leaderboard guys uh jd we'll start with you from one to ten how would you rate the fate of the furious yeah, uh, so you and <laughs> I think this is you, Skeets, who put this little quote in uh, from one to ten. How would you rate the Fast and Furious? And then there's a quote that says the film received lukewarm reviews from critics, many of whom praised the performances and action sequences, but deemed the film unnecessary. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> All film is unnecessary, True. right? So uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, Last last time I was in a terrible mood. I had a headache. I was watching Seven, and I hated every minute of it. This I must have been in a great mood because I loved every second of this. I had the time of my life. That's by far number one on my leaderboard. Oh my god! Well, not by far, but uh, I'm going to give it a nine point five. I can't Woo! give it a ten. What? Oh, I man. just thought it was fun, and I turned my brain off, okay. which is what, what I've been trying to do this whole time. Eight films in, I was finally able to do it and just enjoy the ride. I knew I was going on a roller coaster, 
And I just enjoyed the roller coaster and didn't ask questions. I didn't look down and see the, you know, the, if the stanchions were actually sound or anything. It was rattling like crazy. Almost collapsed underneath me, but uh, I made it to the end. And the baby scene, it was just... Just Chef's incredible. Kiss. Just worth the price of admission. So <laughs> 9.5. I, I won't bother going down my, yeah, my list because it gets, it's it's number one. Number one with a bang. Wow. Yeah. The Fate of the Furious, the, the, the first Furious. movie post Paul Walker's death. JD has as number one so far. i got a couple yep. to go. Uh, Trey, what, what do you think? You've got a couple tens in the mix. Is this, uh, is this right there or is it a little lower to you? This is the worst of the new era of Fast and the Furious movies wow. for me. Yeah, I feel like uh, F. Gary Gray was kind of painted into a corner with the huge action scenes here. Fast 7, very air-centric. Almost everything in that one is cars don't yep. fly. So we kind of have to be back to the ground or something underneath the ground. We get both, but we've already seen a bunch of cars seen. That was in Too Fast, Too Furious when they all come out of the garage. This, we get uh, the zombie cars, which I think was great. I did really enjoy the zombie cars. Uh, the sub scene also is great, but kind of a sillier, better version of the plane scene from Fast Five, only we're trying to pull a sub up rather than pull a plane down. Charlize Theron, I think is pretty good. She's always whispering, but still a good performance. She's sinister. I don't like that as a villain, she's rarely face-to-face -face with the people she's being a villain to, but that's just kind of the nature of her villain. I wish they would have done something more with Rhodes. Like, he's not really doing oh, much yeah, there. Like, that's one of the cool things to me is watching these back and seeing, like, who was popular in 2016? You know, <laughs> apparently yeah. it was Tormund Giants Bane. I was happy to see him around, but they... He doesn't do a whole bunch in this movie. Yeah. I feel like uh, the number two bad guy has had a lot more to do in some of these other Fast and Furious, like Phoenix, you know, is kind of a huge plot point in Fast 4 because he's the guy who ended up exploding Letty's car or whatever. Or whatever. I actually yeah. liked Scott Eastwood in his role. I liked having a new Brian back around. But the fact that the two biggest stars in the movie can't stand to be around each other, I think, is a huge problem with mm -hmm. this. I'm giving it a 6. I loved Statham. I loved Helen Mirren. The breakout scene, the baby scene, those are great, and they really save it for me. This movie does build. The climax is at the end. It's you true. know I love that, but it's a six. It's in the same tier for me as uh, Fast Six, actually. So I've got a few tens, I got a few sevens, and I got the bad one way down at the bottom too fast. Okay, um, I'm going even lower than, uh, than Trey. I wasn't as high on this as, of course, JD. I'm more in the ballpark where TK is. Without Statham, without even that baby scene, I had this extremely low. Loved where it came in the movie. It was the best by far, uh, the scene that we talked about. So that was good. Saved it a little bit. Um, I guess I'm fine with Charlize Theron overall. I hate hacker stuff, though, in, in movies mm. for the most part. So, this, I mean, that's like their, her whole thing. And it's like, okay, I'm so tired of this. <laughs> uh, it is weird that... Dom and Hobbs are not even now talking to each other in the, in this franchise. Uh, it just makes you go... This entire movie just made me go, oh, I'm actually excited for Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Because I'm sort of dommed out, and these guys are the best, and I'm fascinated to see are they like how they're working together, who they're trying to take down, do they turn on each other, how all that plays out. So I just kept thinking the whole time, like, all right, I'll just get over eight here, and let's get to the ninth one of the franchise, Hobbs and Shaw. So I'm going to give it... A four. Pretty low. Whoa. Uh, yeah. 
Maybe it was the ads that I had to watch, JD. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it's just, I, I think what's happening here, too, because the way we're watching these, it's like, you know, you said it, JD. Like, this is all we're watching almost right now. And <laughs> we're watching them pretty quickly, you know, after one another. And, you know, I talked before how they blend together and stuff. But you get like a little bit of a burnout at some point where you're yeah. just like, all right. And I like totally. Not that it was like amazing or anything, but like totally called what was going to happen with the missile at the end. Like he's just going to have it somehow track him into the sub. Right. Uh, hated that firewall as we talked about. Stupid. And yeah, some of these other characters are just like meh. They're just like a little bit of throwaways. Like I don't know why Ramsey's even there. I mean, again, Tej could be doing this. She's not a Gal Gadot replacement at all. She is in terms of just being a beautiful woman, I guess. And they're like, yeah. well, uh, that works for some one of these uh, one of these other guys to like you know creepily hit on so there's that but i'll go four overall love the baby the baby is a star to me yeah great baby i i I, you know what i hope this franchise goes to like 50 now and that baby is like taking over and (laughs) and is running things that would be cool little brian marcos uh nevis toretto running things get that get that baby a tuna sandwich uh the next generation jack and brian roaming the streets yeah I'm here. Oh, that's going to happen. Oh, like, yeah. It has to. Like, the, the series will likely go away, and then we'll come back, right? Huh, 20 bro, years later. Grandpa Dom. <laughs> I oh, can't wait. Wow. Okay. That got me excited. Uh, so what's next? I mean, I said it. It's Hobson Shaw. It's the ninth movie in the franchise. Only two left for us, guys. Hobbs and Shaw and then F9, which recently came out. So, Trey, what do we need to know heading into this one? That's right. Hobbs and Shaw, Samoan Thor teaming up with that tea and crumpets eating criminal <laughs> some bitch. <laughs> Nine movies into the franchise. Our first spinoff, and honestly, this spinoff to me seems to be the main reason for all of the tension on set during Fast 8. From reading the tea leaves, from reading... Uh, uh, the Rock's Instagram post where he was basically like, I love working with my female co-workers and all of my male co-workers are candy asses. What it sounds like happened is that producers went to The Rock and Jason Statham apparently and said, we're going to be spinning off Hobbs and Shaw. Would you be interested in it? They said yes. And they did that before they told basically everybody else who was involved with Fast 8, mm. which means then that uh, Hobbs and Shaw had to come out before Fast 9, which is like, hey, why are you pushing back the main franchise to la- launch this new series with two newcomers, which is a fair point, but I think they pitched this as a buddy cop movie. I mean, they're not cops, but whatever, for The yeah. Rock and Jason Statham, which as we saw in Fast 8, is going to play to their strengths. Yeah. I was shocked how much I loved uh, Hobbs and Shaw the first time I watched it. Much smaller, kind of throwbacky movie. I was kind of thinking it would be similar to Tokyo Drift, honestly, the first time I saw it, where it's like, you know, it's part of the franchise, but it's kind of sitting off to the side of it. Maybe a little inessential. It was great. Uh, So I'm excited to be watching this one because for two, like, random characters that were added kind of halfway through this franchise... This seems to be a whole new franchise that could be starting here. And if you liked Statham's performance, if you've liked what you've seen from The Rock so far, much more of it in Hobbs and Shaw. Does, does this move the story forward overall? Or is it really branch off? Like, how much will this have an impact on F9 and, and all the movies moving forward? Or is it sort of like plucked out and it's like, okay, these are the characters, of course, but it has really nothing to do with uh, the rest of it. 
uh, I haven't seen Fast 9 yet, so I can't oh. totally answer that question. Okay. It's going to be a fresh one for all of us, but I mean, with these movies, everything builds or doesn't build, right? Like in <laughs> Fast 8, we heard Dom just casually mention, hey, don't take your don't take your foot off the tiger's neck. And then much later, the foot was taken off the tiger's neck. So yeah, I'm sure whatever's going down in Hobbs and Shaw will at some point have uh, an influence on Fast 12 or whatever. JD... I assume you're going to be watching this with Rachel. Well, maybe. Uh, you know, she, I, 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 I mean, yes. I would think she's going to want to watch this by the sounds of it. Two I mean, favorites. For all I know, she's watching it right now. Actually, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> she's not. She's not around. So. <laughs> oh, she's a, she's streaming Hobson Shaw as we record. Okay. Okay. Well, are you excited at least moving forward? We're almost done too. Are you excited about that? <laughs> I'm I'm excited that we're almost done for sure. Yes, mm-hmm. um, I'm excited that uh, I have not seen the next two, so I'm going mm-hmm. in blind. I don't yep. think I've seen even trailers for either movie. I've definitely been trying to avoid uh, the F9 uh, trailers because yep. I want to go in completely blind if possible. Um, I did get one spoiler. I think we talked about it. Uh, the brother is coming. Um, oh but, yeah, right, uh, right. But but yeah, it's hard to research these movies and like read about them at this point because you're sort of accidentally seeing stuff about F9 and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. but I think I've done a pretty good job avoiding both. So uh, I'm pumped and Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Like they're the best two things about uh, the movies so far. So it's going to be good. Yeah. I, I expect to like, I, yeah. I too have no idea what the plot of this movie is outside of course these guys being in it but like i said do are they it's hobbs and shaw it's not hobbs versus shaw so they're together who are they trying to take down does somebody turn on each other does owen come into play here do mm. any of these other i'm fascinated to see if any of these other characters are in this movie who got the call up for like this little spin-off <laughs> or is it sort of a you know alone and by itself can't wait hobbs and shaw will be our next movie make sure you guys watch it so you're up to date for the next fast friends I'll remind you all, tweet at us at NoDunkSync. That's I-N-C on Twitter. Any of your uh, Fast and Furious thoughts, you can email them to NoDunksAtTheAthletic.com. Put Fast Friends in the subject header. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star rating and review. If you're digging this and if you're on YouTube, subscribe and leave a YouTube comment uh, about the movie and, and moving forward here with two more Hobbs and Shot and then F9. Getting close. Getting close to wrapping this up and pretty damn close to the start of the NBA season. So very exciting. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next time on Fast Friends. Fast Friends.